You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee Federation Nam and Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pants as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us in our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy has been eating Erstat's pies. <laughs> If nice dicey advice, then be sure to check out Dice of War, our dice sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you need bunkers to bust or autobahns to go too fast on, then also head over to frontlineterrain.square.site, our awesome terrain sponsor. Terrain, terrain. It wouldn't have a Russian accent. I was, try, I, I, was, I was just quickly Googling what the Russian was for terrain. <laughs> What's the Russian for terrain? I, did, I, did, I didn't find it in time. But, oh my um, God. Don't worry, they did. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! I mean, oh dear, I mean, that took a dark turn. You should turn. speak of the dead, but it's, it's kind of you, know, you can't help but laugh at it. <laughs> so can you not speak ill of the dead? I think we can make an exception in this case. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every rule, every rule has the uh, the exception that proves it. Exactly. If you'd like to contribute to this continued failed cross check of a podcast, you can also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Result blog. Pay one pound a month for your chance to also become internet famous. <laughs> I'm. Eddie Fez Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. I'm joined by my co-host Duncan, worst Skype call ever, Gosling. Oh, what a lineup! They all look tacky, didn't they? Like if you touch them, they just the skin would pull off slightly with their fingers. It's just, <laughs> it's not nice. It's not nice. <laughs> and Lee Centurion Parnell. Yes, I'm just trying to think of some Raymond then, but again, it's just like, like the last minute trying to think of Russian, it's just not working. Sorry. No, no, that's all right. Playing your painkillers. <laughs> Never change. Oh, <laughs> I look, oh you, yeah, it, it, I should have been toothless, shouldn't it? Should have been toothless. Yeah, I, 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 thought, I thought for sure you could do that, like <laughs> Gaffy or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, her, like Herbert the Pervert from uh, Family Guy. Oh, what I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> I hope the front you, teeth are still there. It's, it's from the side teeth. <laughs> your, side, your side hustle teeth. I know, I have a place to hide, hide yeah. put biros in when I'm on the, oh. <laughs> the the deep reserve molars. Yes. Yeah, you can't can't mule stuff into uh into foreign countries now. <laughs> oh, welcome to episode ninety seven. Nearly there. The one where Fez returns from the tournament that shall not be named. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Uh, the tournament that should not be named. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I've no, got the, I've uh, got well, the redaction yes, machine ready. I've got the redaction <laughs> machine. It's fine. Before it's going to redact the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll just be forty-five minutes of. Beep. Uh, and then dear. we went out for a really nice curry. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't do- haven't dodged the sushi billets. Yes, it's a <laughs> dodge the salad dodgers. <laughs> I, mean, I, I like sushi, but it's more it's more a lunch slash snack thing than a dinner. But yes, um, indeed. Anyway, sorry. indeed. Get ahead of ourselves. Internet famous. That's what we want for mm-hmm. us. We're working on our new patrons, and we've had a rush. Frankly, it's good. Yep. Um, we'll then go face his bases to what we've been painting, which will mostly be Eddie doing his Italians at the last minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, buddy. We'll have the news from the front ETC special. Plus, you talk about Italian games we played the other weekend. Italia. We'll then talk about, um, do a loose lip sync ships and talk about some of the new releases that have been announced or leaked. Probably a better way of putting it. Is it leaked? I'm not sure if it's leaked, if it's, yeah, if it's actually meant Something to happened. Yeah. Um, we'll then be looking at talking about events and Lee have some sad news there. Um, and then we'll shoot the scoot. So it's like so, a, yeah. full, a full roster, full lineup, especially considering I'm moving house tomorrow. 
Yeah, are I'm you? surprised we're actually doing this, but <laughs> there yes. you are. Is it tomorrow? <laughs> it is tomorrow. That's fine. I'll paint my army tonight. I mean, I'll pack my army tonight. It'll be all right. You get t- get Tasty to put the toss on as you put it into the figure case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And re- glue it back together as it comes up the other side. <laughs> as it gets deployed into the, uh, the, the cabinets. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so... Eddie, introduce our new patrons, the Internet Famous, please. Uh, yes, yeah, so a massive thank you to all our existing patrons and our new patrons. Uh, Philip Halle. Uh, thank you very much. Philip Halle. Halle. I, I think he's missing an accent. It should be Hale, but I think it's Halle. Halle. <laughs> um, Halle Barrett. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's his brother, her brother. His brother? Their brother? Their brother. You can never but, assume. Can you see that? <laughs> it's not that funny. Calm down. <laughs> Conjugate that verb. Johan Manquist. I can't. I'm, I'm not sure. Can we make? Can we make fun of foreign names? I don't know if that's allowed anymore. Is that no? Okay. I don't remember. Did we vote for that in Brexit? I can't remember if we voted for that in Brexit or not. It, it, I, I lose track. I, mean, I didn't vote for Brexit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but... <laughs> If I'm paying that much for import tax, I can, <laughs> can, <laughs> I can do what I like. Massacre names left, right, and centre. Yeah, uh, Quist. Quist. It's even worse. If I try to say it properly, it doesn't come out. It's probably more yeah, insulting. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. We're going to set a record for the shortest time as a patron. We, we, we're, yeah. we're down to five days was the quickest one. So. <laughs> Didn't even get the shout out. I'm, this is rubbish. Unsubscribe. Yeah. Um, Armisiel, thank you very much. I'm, I'm guessing is that a single name? Is that a real name? Is that a tag? Probably a tag. I'm I'm a Armisiel. Um, and then uh, yeah, that that that's it, right? That's yeah. all the patrons we have. No all the people I'm going to deign acknowledging their existence. Yeah. I'm about to say, well, I'm pretty sure it was a fourth. There was a fourth. Yes, I know. I'm being intentional. Yeah. He's being <laughs> because coy. Because finally, after being dubbed as being internet infamous, a certain Andre Silva has uh, deigned to join the light side and come across. But <laughs> I'm going to say his name properly because that way he doesn't even get a, a, a silly name. Yes. Welcome, Andre. Thank you for your money. I enjoy drinking it. It's a fine line between being a patron and extortion, but you know, it's a... yeah, 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 it's one of the, one of the both. Did you not dub him like Andre three thousand pieces of silver? Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand points. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's too cool. No, no, no. Take it back. Take it back. Reverse. Take it. <laughs> um, thank you very much to our, our our new and existing patrons um, who have kept me sane sometimes on Discord. I'm not on there as much as I want to be, which is probably a good thing because I mean, I actually get some work done every now and then. <laughs> prolific, prolific uh, threads of of things that are going on. Yes, once I, once I get past this phase of video editing, I'm going through right now. Next, I want to get paint again. I'll be back on the Discord. So. <laughs> I do like the fact that Lee apparently has posted the list of new patrons to the ratemylist.com section of the Discord. Yeah. Yes, you have. <laughs> that's yeah. a Fantastic. crap list. <laughs> also, we've, we've, we've only just remember we got swag as well. Oh, as swag, yes, I mean. we do have swag. And, and I've remembered that I've got a box of it. So <laughs> I need a whole to, box. 
if yeah. you're a new patron and you haven't got their um the fail blitz and their um yeah, the dash tokens the infamous buggered, buggered my blitz brigade Brigade, yeah. yeah, but reach out to us either on Discord or for the Patreon message. And um, basically, what you do is we'll send it to you, you pay your postage, and that's it. Yep, that's and if you want mindful markers, yeah, there's a yeah, go ahead, Duncan. No, it's the, it's, no, 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 exactly the same, just there are minefields as well. Yeah, so yeah, they Not cost your a fields. little bit more because they're a bit heavier, but um, yeah, reach out to us. Nice. Uh, yeah, that is internet infamous slash famous. Finally, now, <laughs> finally, it took him a whole year. Well, it's not that bad, is it? Well, he did point out that he got a free shout out, and I felt quite bad. <laughs> I felt bad for all the people who actually funded our stupid endeavors. Yes, yeah, so you don't pay money to get your shout out. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so um, faces, bases. Duncan, what have you been building slash painting? Um, I built three tiger tanks for my um, training tank company. So I've now got all the options. They're not painted, but they are, they do exist now. So I've got uh, I've got two more to build if I want to change the HQ to tigers rather than panthers or uh, tiger twos. So they're done. I built the other Volksturm and the uh, other, or one of the other HJ infantry units. So they're built now as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a little bit of a building spell. I'm building some Dark Angels Interemptors as we speak. Um, So that's that's off that's off piece, but you know, still still counts. It's still it's still good. It's still good. I think that's about it. It's been it's been a little bit of a high set. It's been too hot. I can't I can't sit and do things when I'm I've got you know swampy crotch. Yeah, muggy. So, it's been um, very muggy. It's been very muggy. And super glue does weird things in mug as well. It doesn't really dry properly. Oh, maybe that's just me. Yeah, so it doesn't it's just sweaty set. hands dripping down. <laughs> it is diluting, diluting. Yeah, just pouring off me like like. Pouring off my face like Fred West on Ground Force. It's the essential liquid. <laughs> <laughs> it's an older meme, but it checks out. <laughs> it's waiting like Prince Andrew at a Pizza Express. Or, or not, as or the not, case, case may <laughs> <laughs> so That's kind of been it. Nice. Yeah. Lee? Um, I built some S-Tanks. I've got three desk tanks, which I'm going to be doing the video for, and then I'm going to be passing to Duncan to, so he can paint them. Yay! Oh, that's why texture. you've got them. Right, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's um, yeah, all content content creation. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Evidently. Three of them. Three yeah, of them. it's a back front we're kind of sending them across, and it's a very nice kit. It had an option I did not, didn't expect. Really? What was that? And it has um, there were side skirts with their, um, their jerry cans and spaced armour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where they put use, use fuel as um, additional. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. diesel, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, <be> right. <laughs> uh, it also has for older um, A version ones where you don't have that. It's just literally the um, basically the bits of the flotation screen. Okay. So I reckon it's set up okay. for um, Checkpoint Charlie doing the earlier, ver- like 1960s version. Oh, okay. Of it. 
Okay, okay. I can't because it's not using Team Yankee. In Team Yankee, they're all C versions because they're all upgraded by then. They had the dozer blade and the side skirts. Whereas the A version, only one per troop, I think, or one per squadron had the um, dozer blade. And they realised it's actually quite handy spaced armour and brought it into a standard feature. Yeah, it's quite handy for digging yourself in as well. Yeah, yeah. if every tank can do it, you can do it a lot quicker. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that, was, that was interesting. Didn't expect that. Mm. Um, so far, I've built one Centurion, because you did a video of building the others. And that kit, now I've worked out every bit, bit in that kit is, it's a very versatile kit. Because you it'll build your um, Mark One for doing like the late Wall of Ivan's Wall of Tanks nonsense. Um, you'll build an early um, 20 pounder equipped Centurion for doing like Korea. And I think, you, and it also the same version for Vietnam. I hope it doesn't have a big auxiliary fuel tank at the back, but you can make that a plastic card easily enough. Yeah, well, they dropped those as well, didn't they? When they detach them, or is that? I uh, know on the ones in Vietnam, they were fixed. It's just like this big oh. box that goes in the back. And I don't think it was jetsonable, but I could be wrong on that. A, a casket of fuel. Pun. A casket of fuel. Big coffin shaped thing on the back. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that um, the Embraer jet? Yeah. You got all the bits to make um, the sort of the, the, the Six Days War version of the shop, the original engine, and then the up engine version for um, Yonkaper with the diesel engine. Um, and you got all the bits obviously to make the stuff in Team Yankee so the 20 pounder mm-hmm. de- uh, Danish one, the 105 Danish one, and then the 105 Swedish one, the, the era armor. How many variants do you think you can get out of one this one kit then? Uh, it's got to be at least half a dozen, right? Rattling off what I just said, I think that's about seven variants or so. Jeez, that's Basically, a good kit. Yeah, everywhere there's a Churchill in Fate of the Nation, Team Yankee, or uh, Nam, which is nowhere build, you can build that you can. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was waiting for it. You said Churchill, mate. It's already picked up on it. I don't know. That's because the, yeah, front armor nine, side armor eight, awesomeness. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's frustrating. Um, yeah, every time, every every other Centurion appears in those three sort of games, you can build a Centurion and match what you need for those. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's what they should have done. I mean, we're kind of praising the expectation of that's what we thought it would no, be. They could still, have split it into three different kits. I, I, I mean, it's I'm kind of set up like that because like, the main spirit has the tracks and the hole and the turret in. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a secondary spruit, um, spruit that has like bits for doing the um, the Mark One and the Swedish oh, version. Yeah. So you could have, if they want to do another variant in the future, like um, one thing you haven't got right now is Yavri. Oh, that's sexy. Which has had a 152, Ooh. I think, 152 yeah. millimeter gun. Hadouken. And, yep, used in, used in by the British in in, in Gulf War. Hadouken. And the Suez. And the Suez, yep. Um, that's not on the sprue, but they could, if they want to ever bring in engineering vehicles, they could do a sub-sprue with all those bits on, effectively, but just bolt on to the existing stuff. So it's quite well-engineered as a sprue to cover all that. Oh, very nice. Hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's a, that's a four-star TripAdvisor review. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, it's, it's got two smoke grenade launchers out too, so, you know, thumbs up. If, if you had to build any one Centurion kit out of plastic, would this be the kit you'd build? I mean, I've got the Rubicon one sitting there with doing NARM and 28mm. Yeah, baby. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I but... picked one of those up at Salute as well. Oh, Eddie. This is what... Oh, Eddie. Impulse purchase. 
Again, is there any other kind? Yeah, well, I'm planned impulse purchase. Totally different. How can you planned impulse purchase? You plan it out, and then on the day you go, oh, this is an impulse purchase. I just happened to impulsely buy exactly what I planned to buy. You just scream Leroy Jenkins and run into a shop. <laughs> you just stop throwing credit cards everywhere. Leroy Jenkins! Yeah. Yeah. Contactless for a reason. Yeah. What's, your, what's your plan to pay this back, Mr. Turner? Death! <laughs> it's, not real, it's not real money. It just The card just stops working towards the end of the month for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I never figured that one out. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so eventually, once I've got all this content out, I'll be, I'll be building all five up as show acts doing um, Fate of the Nation. Very nice. Desert Yellow. Yeah, like, I'm going to buy another box, so I'll have ten of them. Like I have ten mechanics. Could, could you do a comparison next door to one of the resin ones? I can, because I've, I've got two boxes of the Jordanian ones I never actually built. Ooh, so um, you, you did not, no. I'll, I'll, I'll get one out and get a photo next to it, and I'll get Eddie to sell them. <laughs> Sorry, I, I missed me. a wahey moment there. I'll get one out. Way yeah, out I was going to say, and then, you, yeah. and then you get the tank out, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, jokes How much you love this centurion? It's always out. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the new scale for the videos then? Oh, this is three, this, 13 leadics long. Uh, so. It's not a good kit, it's just a tip, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we did six mil. <laughs> yeah. Um, micro armor, micro. No, um, sorry, jeez. <laughs> terrain, terrain. Pull up, now. pull up, terrain. Uh, yeah, I also um, built and painted some plastic social company um, German mortars, eighty ones and twenty hundred twenties. Late war, mid war, late war. Uh, they got they got the anklets. So like uh, late mid war, late and late war, effectively. So the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, also, nice yeah, a yeah. pair of 50 semi infantry guns, a pair of grill H's as well. Yeah, I love the bucket grills, man. Mm. Bucket I, I loved them. They did not do well at the weekend. <laughs> they don't do well. They're, they're absolute jank because they're two gun re rolling missiles. There's no point. They're eight points. It's I'm like, not supposed oh to drive God. up and be direct fire. Well, in my head, that's what I was going to do. In, the, in practice, yeah. they die too quickly to ever achieve that. <laughs> with, their, with their front armor one or whatever yeah. it is. To anything with yeah. a weapon larger than, you know, or anything. a Savaloy. A stick. Yeah, because yeah, in, in my head, I was going to drive up and just hang outside a Piat range. But unfortunately, there are things other than Piat's. So, <laughs> um... <laughs> it was all going swimmingly. And, until all... the enemy bought armored fighting vehicles and it all went yes. a bit wrong. <laughs> It's just so expensive. I can't understand why they're so expensive. Because a point more, you get three Neville workers. Yeah, but that isn't selling it. But I'd, I'd still rather have three Neville workers. They're not re-rolling hits. They've got a bigger template. They'll do one job well. Well, they do one job okay. What's the, the firepower of the... Well, it's auto for direct fire. There you go. There you go. Auto. If it's one shot, it's one time. Yeah, it's... It's, it's fun. See, is it? I yeah. do think that it should be like the old bunker bus rule. So when you hit a building, you hit everyone in the building. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I do miss that rule. Yeah. Well, it did make the one-shot weapon are they, reasonably are good. Are they brutal as well? They are brutal. Yeah, so you, actually, I mean, are if you get the hit, they're re-rolling saves. If they fail it, they're dead. Yeah. yeah. That's but pretty right good. now, 
if you hit a building, you hit a guy in a building, you just hit that one guy. You never go someone and wreck a well, it's yeah, five guys. It's five guys. It's a, well, yeah, all right. a stand is five people. Five guys? Yeah, yeah. We're going to put the five guys. Milkshake everywhere. A decent burger I can get right now. Have you not, have you not seen the fact they're putting, you know, potato sandbags up? They know they know their grills are coming. <laughs> get the peanuts out, yeah. Do, do you know what the funniest thing I ever did in five guys? I, w- I went in and just ordered chips. Oh, wow. I, just, I went in and went, nah, just some chips, please, mate. That's a power move. It <laughs> is. Some strong, big dick energy going on there. <laughs> just, uh... Well, you see, I went, I went, when I was in Paris doing the air show, one night, I just I just wanted something, just like some proper, Stodge. just dodge. Yeah. I noticed on that, there's a five guys up from the hotel. So I went and ordered the five guys in French, waited for my number in French and had my five guys. It's quite good. <laughs> Hold on. You go to, what? Oh, Sank. I had to look it up. Saint Tom was yeah, because I couldn't work out. Saint Tom, five men. I'd like five men, please. I'm sorry, sir. This isn't that kind of establishment. (laughs) (laughs) This gay Paris. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to be the filling. Wait, what? (laughs) I like two beef patties, please. (laughs) And after that, have a burger. Hold on. I thought it was a Royale with cheese. Has as, as you like as Tarantino lied to me again? Did you not order a, a Royale with cheese? <laughs> What's that Burger King was saying? That's I don't care. They're McDonald's, Are they all the same, aren't they? I don't know. I watched it for ages. <laughs> when he was good and not mental. Yeah, we peaked with Jackie Brown. It's all downhill with Jack, after Jackie Brown. <laughs> um. Anyway, where were we? Yes, painting. Uh, yes, <laughs> what have you been painting? Yeah. Um, Italians, yes. Just 100, 101 points of Italians, really, which I did months <laughs> in advance for the ETC. Totally wasn't yeah. the day before. Are you actually going to go back to these? Yes. Are you? Well, yeah, because I've got to glue uh, one of the gun shields back together off of some of NT90 because I broke it. Well, yeah, because they're made of like just exploding polystyrene balls, aren't they? But you just look at her and it's 719 and it. They're not too bad, but they do. Die, yes. Really? For armor four, mid war, it's not bad. No, I just, I know, I'm, I'm in the model. I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh... No, that, I mean, it, I am was impressed because it's it's uh, resin and metal. Yeah, uh, and it was pretty good. You, I, it's only because I dropped have... it, literally putting it into the case at the end of three days of gaming. I dropped one model and it went poof, and the gun shield snapped in half. Did you have some curved track? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, you got lucky. No, I you dropped one. Uh, Seven twenty ninety and the um, oh, okay. and the the yeah. yeah one of the gun shields popped oh, off. No. You dropped it like it's hot. I got it. It, it broke along the mold the the join, so I just need to super glue it back on. And also, I've got only three in the list, but I've got four. I painted up all four, so I painted up. I've lost. Yeah, I painted up because um, I bought the battlefront L uh, sixes. <laughs> I only had twenty in the list, but obviously they come in boxes of five, so I painted up all twenty five. Um, and I painted like I also painted up all the AB forty one scout cars, even though I only had three in the list. And I painted up all the um, some twenty nineties as well. So it's quite funny doing twenty so uh, the, the four platoons. I was like, how am I going to tell these apart on the tabletop? And then I was like, okay, so I've got one platoon of vanilla desert, you know, naked L sixes, and I did one, one platoon of stripy L sixes. I did another yeah. platoon of spotty L6s. And I did another platoon of blotchy L6s. 
I mean, Gotch and Spotty sound quite similar. No, yeah, they they sound quite similar, but when the spots are one third the size of the blotches, it's really obvious. <laughs> well, okay. Have you ever thought about a career as being a, a GP? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of, you know, I'd be great at that. The kind of eye for detail, especially when it comes to rashes. Have some antibiotics and uh, see me who doesn't clear up in two weeks. <laughs> That's the way that works. Um, so, yeah, I did all of those. I've run out of time for decals. Surprise, surprise. Um, and I was torn on the basing, if I'm honest. Okay. I didn't know what to do about because I did them as just bare desert sand. I was like, do I put tufts of foliage on there, like dead grass, little bits and pieces? So I thought, oh, I'll take the box with me mm-hmm. and I can make a decision because I, I drove. I'll make a decision when we get there with some super glue um, if I wanted to. I could do it then. Um, and in the end, I thought, you know what? I quite like the just bare desert. So that and the pot of grass opened in my bag and covered all of my stuff in static grass, which was fun. Sit there. I mean, this is this is Games Workshop dead grass. This stuff is like rocking horse poop. It's super rare, so I'm like scooping it oh, out of the you, bag and putting it back in. Why are you using mm. that then? Well, because I, I bought it to use it. Nah, you need to sell it on eBay. Someone, will, I've, I've seen this stuff going on there. It's ridiculous. You think? I've mean, I've got like six or seven pots of the round stuff of the old old stuff. Oh yeah, people buy it. They love it. Oh, they keep it excellent. in keep it in tubs. The black market for our um, out, out, out production you know, basic materials yeah. is large. No, just in general. I mean, people were paying like 50, 60 quid for old box, empty boxes. Oh, yeah. That's just mad. But, um, no, yeah, 101 points yeah. of Italians. So, 20 L6s, two infantry platoons. Um, I got the platoon, uh, sorry, the command unit painted up. Thank you very much for those, Lee. They look great. They, they were heroes. Um, three mortars... I did the uh, three scout cars, two Lancia 90 millimeters, three Simaventi 90 millimeters, five normal Simaventes, which are just amazing. God, I love those tanks. They are so good. Um, and a partridge in a pear tree. I think that's it. I think that's everything. Is that everything? Infantry. So that was your. That was your one giant paint gasm for twenty three then. Well, no, because I, I I was thinking about this, and actually, I started off pretty strong. If you remember all those um, Lord of the Rings orcs I painted up in like for my birthday in January. Oh yeah, yeah. There was that, and then there was a great big drought, and then these. <laughs> so, so events are very much a um, a, a driving, a driving force. force behind my painting. The, the the worst part was I I sat down and I pa- already painted one of the infantry platoons. But for the life of me, I could not remember how I'd done the bases. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. But luckily, I remembered that I'm a lazy painter. So I pulled out the Colors of War book, flipped to the basing section where they have different desert basing colors, mm-hmm. yeah. and went, ah, oh, none of those look familiar. But then I realized that I had this sensation before that I mixed and matched between one base coat and one highlight because that's the paints that I had at the time. So I right. pulled those out, and lo and behold, even though it was one of those tricky ones as well, because nothing like the actual shit. Like I had the painted model in one hand, and I'm doing the tester on the other one. I'm like, this looks nothing like it. But then when the paint dries, it 
shifted its color to actually match. So have you written this down now? Yes. On my, on my Trello board of hobby, yes. Oh, the Trello's back. Oh, the Trello's always been there in the background, just controlling my Is entire it? life. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like it went on a, a bit of a sabbatical. Uh, yeah, there's some things I go back and go, <laughs> that's never going to happen, delete. And there's other things where I'm like, oh, that's quite useful. Oh, you, hold on, no, no, no. You, wait a minute. You delete things off your oh, not hobby board. things, just life things. Oh, okay. You know, like hopes and dreams. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you, live in, you live in Britain in 2023. I mean, I think we can all, we can all empathize exactly. with that. Exactly. Game over, man. Just... Game over. No. Um, so, yeah. I was. I, the, the, uh, wasn't to the standard I would have been proud of, but also I wasn't disappointed when they're on the board. You put them together, it's a cohesive force. It's a you know a good tabletop standard is what I'd say. Nothing was missed. Nothing was obviously bad. Um, it was just it's a desert force of Italians. So you're gonna read decal them? Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna why. go through. I've got all the decal. I've got the decal, so I'll go through. Um, and then put all the license plates on and some other touches and stuff I want to do to them. A couple of little bit chipped and damaged from gaming. So that, that was another thing, actually, thinking about it, because the you know six playing six games with an army over three days, you accidents happen. And had I spent hundreds of hours on these models, I you know, accidents happen. Hold on, that makes it sound like other people touched your models. Well, it's not t- you know dice rolls and you get knocked and no, jostled. No, 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 they don't. Well, they do, mate. I don't know. Fat, fat-fisted bitches can leave. Well, exactly. Yeah, but by that point, it's too late. So things happen. That would make me angry. It's a thing. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I'll go back. I'll go back and give them the. the, the... I would like to see a, a high-end painted Turner army. Like I don't mean Eddie Turner, I mean like Turner the watercolorist. Yeah, well he's he was blind, but uh, hay waning. Yeah, hay waning, um, big yeah, boat. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's his repertoire. Hay waning, big boat, steady farm. Job done. Stick uh, a CCTV uh, camera in there. Call it a Banksy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I would like to see a, a real Eddie. You know, what well, I I eyes ball. and everything. So would I. <laughs> eyes and everything. <laughs> You're not painting eyes on a 15 mil model, are you? I do it once. Other I people have. I've done it a few times, yeah. Oh, actual Bloody, yeah. Be, I'll find a picture I did of their... Um, they're mad. Yeah. They just, yeah, there are some of the guys who are painting. This level was just incredible. Absolutely. It was incredible. incredible. That's why I don't do it anymore. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ones who really want to go for the best painting. But, I think, you know... I think I've got a, um, you know that thing out of the Da Vinci Code where the guy's wearing that thing that kind of digs into his leg all the time? Oh, yeah. I think I've got that on my thumb where I've been just scraping it with a scalpel for so long. I've got like a callus. Little... I don't know if that's a callus just now. Divot. It's, like, just, yeah, it's just, like, just like, I could probably put like a 2 pp in there and like hold it together. That's don't forget to replace out. your divots. Mm, exactly. Start looking like Abdullah the Butcher's forehead. There's one for the wrestling fans, aren't there? <sighs> okay, right, what are we on to next? What's the front? It's a segue from you. How do you take this stuff to actually use this stuff? I know, this is this is also unheard of. Games! 
I'm just going to put myself on mute for a bit. Um, <laughs> Why should you just you swear incessantly at the... Uh... Yeah. Um, yeah, so ETC started off really well, uh, driving out to, you know, having about... I got about five hours sleep before driving off from finishing my army to getting up to have to drive to uh, Belgium. Um, got to the, the Euro Tunnel and then had, you know, thought it was really useful getting up there early because we had a three-hour delay. Thanks, Brexit. Yeah, thanks. It's an hour and a half waiting <laughs> in the terminal, followed by two hours waiting, sorry, another hour and a half waiting in the car queue to get on the train. And then we got there, uh, pulled all over. Um, I must say that my 20-year-old golf, Frau Schmetterling, um, was absolutely incredible. She obviously enjoys being back in Europe. and Well, she thought she was invading. Yeah, exactly. Probably with yeah. She, well, first she thought she was going home. And then when she was going home, she thought she was invading. It, 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 the steering got a bit twitchy around Dunkirk. It's like, don't turn off, turn off. No, it's like, no, stop it. Yeah, um, oh, she got she got halted there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Order she came waiting, down. Waiting yeah, for me to say sorry. stop, and I was like, no, push on to Calais, and she's just going for it. Mental. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we drove out there, um, and went next morning straight into our first day, uh, and we drew the. United Nations team who every year they get to change their um, choose their title and this year they were the Landschnecht nice um, strong choice do they have all puffy sleeves no but their their team favour was a little bag of um, Swiss Florins so okay Swiss Florins Franks was it Florins or it was whatever the, the Landschnecht were paid in at the time, apparently they only took one currency because then they knew if it was, they could actually claim it at the end of the, you know, the nation was going to fall whilst they're away fighting. Okay. Um, and I was up against a fighting first force run by uh, Devlin Lucas, who had uh, US armored. So he had three big blobs of armored rifles, two platoons of rifles, some Shermans, some Allied six pounders, um, a command card to reroll his reserves. And a command card to automatically pass Ronnie and whatever. Uh, and he was defending in Valley of Death. Um, so he yeah, deployed in his corners. I deployed in my corners. My L6, I had everything on the board. My L6s ran forward and got two first turn assaults. Because <laughs> they got a 10 inch tactical, a four inch follow me, and then a four inch assault. And then they're fearless. And they. Basically, oh, we're just pushing him back out of his positions from turn one. Um, and then the 25-pound... I had uh, four 25-pounders as well. Catch the four 25-pounders. Let's forget about those. They were ace because they were dropping smoke and then they were just uh, sh- shelling things. Um, some eventies turned up and were just long-range bombarding stuff. The infantry ran up through the middle. Um, there was a couple of bloody assaults in the middle, but essentially I just pushed him back off the... The first, the closest middle objective, um, and by the time his Shermans kept turned up, there was nothing they could do to actually contest for his reserves. Even though he so he rolled two dice for his reserves, failed, used his command card to re-roll both of them, and didn't get a single reserve on as well, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's just like yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's five or sixes, and then yeah, five or sixes. It's not unheard of to not. It's not no 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 it's not it's not ridiculous but still you yeah just, you exactly know, oh, um, but I mean even they came on a turn early I don't think they would have done much because I had enough stuff there 
um, along with the the long range lancers and stuff. Um, so that was a win for me, um, and I think it was a win for um, esteemed fellow blogger uh, Mark with his KVs. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that was it for uh, for Team England for round one. Not a good start, then. Not a good start. No. Um, slightly, slightly disappointing. Becoming worse. Uh, so in the second round, we came against Portugal, um, which is where I bumped into. Unfortunately, I bumped into Andre again. Ugh, that guy. Terrible. I mean, I was like, I, I luckily oh. I was in charge of part of the draw, so I was able to make sure I didn't have to play him, so I didn't have to sit there and stare at his face for three hours. I don't think you should call him Andre anymore. I just think you should call him like that man. Like giving him a name gives like his power. personifies him. His power, the yeah. That yeah shall you not need be to named. That. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome. Um, so yeah, no, I did. I, it, it, Portugal was funny because in the draw we're kind of like you know sitting there and 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 one of the things that really issue I want to bring home is it is a team mm-hmm. event, and I can't until you kind of get involved in the draw process and see the way that the list construction works against other lists and how the toing and throwing and the way that you do the puts and whatnot. I didn't quite get it last year. So I thought, you know, you sort of play it in isolation, but this year I was more involved and it really is impressive. And it also is quite disheartening when you kind of do a little bit of a team tactic and a risk and you put a list up and you're kind of like, oh, cool, excellent. And then the opponent just happens to put the one list you really didn't want to see coming back at you. It completely <laughs> derails your entire scheme. You're like, ah, oh, well, that sucks. That's that's like the worst one out of six chance. And uh, that's the worst option. Yay! Um, but then we would, you know, scramble and we'd worked, work hard um, to get the best matchups that we could. So what, what we tended to see is we wouldn't, we didn't get um, like the ones we really wanted because, you know, it's quite obvious what lists want to see, what lists with the stances. Um, we didn't get the matchups we really wanted, but then we mitigated the amount of really bad ones. So we got good, a good mix. Um, so I ended up against uh, Roger Martins uh, from team Portugal who had KV ones, and B8. So it's a T34 tank company. Please don't. With KV1s, with KV8s, and 10 Stuarts, and then B8 10 armoured cars. So the B8 10 armoured cars are there in case he gets deep reserves. Because they're only front armour one. And also, there's bloody 10 of the things. It was just, and it was, um, it was uh, breakthrough. So I'm defending in breakthrough. I've got two corners, and he's going from one corner to the other corner. And the board just had this horrible linear terrain straight down the middle. So no matter which side I went, one of my deployment zones would be screened from the other one, from where he put the objectives. Um, and I played my heart out. I really did. Uh, did, did you go all the field, field of No, I, I just, I was very, very intent, very focused. Tried not to give enough, give away too much. It was, it's hard to see how I was going to win this going up because it wasn't a matchup that I wanted. Because even though I have all that AT14, there's just so much other stuff I don't have the firepower to deal with. You don't have the yeah, weight of shots. I don't have the weight of shots that shot. can hurt things. 
um, like the T34s, you know, he's got six, seven T34s and six KV1s. And even the Stuarts at Front Armour 3 are saving, you know, on a 2-plus against my L6s. It was a hard ask. Um, but I fought, and I fought, and I fought, and I really, and I think Jorge will, will back me up on this. I did not give in until the dying. I, I didn't. I just didn't give in. There's one point where I had infantry of yeah. the objective. It was mm-hmm. like turn seven. He bled off everything down. I got the KVs down to one tank, which passed all of its last stands for about seven turns, which was fun. Um, I got it down to the point where it looked like he'd got the back objective. The KV-8s had turned out. He killed everything that could physically hurt them. And then I was like, right, I'm going to drop smoke in. I'm going to put that tank into this infantry as an assault, which pushes, you know, won that assault with my fearless L6s, which pushed everything back six inches, which pushes KVs back to like five and a half inches from the objective. And then I had one single stand left of my infantry to go in. <laughs> right. Had had it got in, <laughs> they would have broken off because they were reluctant, I think, for the thing. And had they broken off, I would have won the game because I would have driven them off the objectives. Oh, man. How, yeah. And it came down because of the way I'd done the smoke. I literally I sat there and I said, look, it can take, about, take me about five minutes. And for five actual minutes, I sat there and ran through all the different, like, he has to go in here first, which does this, which does that, does that. So in the movement step, everything was positioned perfectly for when they had to break off. And on the assault, he went in and he only got a single flamethrower hit in defensive fire. Right. And oh I passed the God. first save, but I failed the reroll. Oh. And it was like, and even even Jorge was like, "Oh my god, my heart was in my mouth." I thought like two turns ago, I thought I've got this. This is easy, and yet because you've sat there and planned all this out, mm-hmm. you've found this one long shot how merry chance you had. Um, and then again, I was like, "Okay, well now I might get the company break," because I was hunting down his BA tens with the Simaventes. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's cool. I can just break his company before he just dissolves the stuff that's contesting the objectives. Um, and he went in. He went in with his K, last KV one against my twenty five pounders, who weren't pinned. I was like, excellent, right? Seven hits in defensive fire. All he needs to roll is a single one, because then he'll be ba- at least he'll be bailed at least. And then I've got an infantry stand right there that can go capture him next turn because the way he's done his a sloppy assault. And of course, oh, don't, don't, don't no, no, exactly. But seven hits, yeah, pass them all. Yeah, that's fine. No, no problem. Not a single one. Oh, I've killed you. Oh, your counter attack. Yep, yep. Three up with a reroll and failed. Oh. And at that point, it was just like, oh, now all of the I'm just running out of stuff. Um, that's the problem. You can't you can't sustain the losses as well. As no, I mean I did my best. I did my very up, very very best to to kind of put it around. It's not it's not an interview. No, I know. Right? I'm just, you know. just well. But unfortunately, in that second you know. round, uh, the only person who won their game <laughs> again was Mark. <laughs> oh no, God, that's that's just what the win bottom three thousand with his KVs. So. So he ended up, more. ended up, um, yeah, ended day one with a possible twelve points on the board, only coming away with three, which put us right down the bottom of the table. I say that puts you right in the yeah, which was it? hard. It was hard, man, because everyone was going around going, "What's happened? What's going on?" 
How's, how's that? How's that happened? Ooh, Who heard of a batting collapse? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, this is England. And, and, and believe me, we went through it all. We went through everything and anything. Oh, you relived it as yeah, well. Yeah, of course we did, because we we're just trying to figure out, is there, are we doing something fundamentally wrong that we could change? Like, have we... Well, yeah, you went well, to Belgium. I mean, that too. The bits. I mean, <laughs> oh. So we went out, for a, went out for an emergency curry that night. <laughs> was it going to be curry anyway? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was... No, it was, was going to be it something be? like uh, our, our, our VP scorer was was dead seen, keen on getting some sushi, but it just didn't sit in Belgium. Belgians, uh, yes, well, yep. Yeah. Do you have yeah. mussels and sushi? Yeah, mussels exactly. and chips. But no, what's wrong with you? You're like the you're most British people on. Do you actually have like a black donkey as well on a straw hat? <laughs> So we went out and got we went out and got our favourite curry house, which was amazing. Again, um, couple of beers in, and we went into day two feeling a lot better about ourselves and life in general. Um, Did you have a long, strong talk with each other? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, we did review stuff, and we the, the biggest thing for us this year was the fact that we did the, did the matchups. You know, you, you know, so you reveal your stances. We did all the matchups, and then we'd go to your table, and then when you were at your table, that is when you would roll for what mission you were playing, which obviously is massively variable between all of the tables. Whereas last year, we would get to the matchups, and then they would announce everyone's playing mission number four for their matchup, or whatever the number was. Which meant that if you had attacker versus defend, everyone's playing that same mission, so everyone has the same probability of doing well or not. So I know that our our captain had four games where he was just like each time it was the worst possible mission selection, and you can't account for that, especially not with the fact we're using some of the new missions like bypass, which is so hard to get a result if you're the defender. Mm, it is not 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 even to win, just to get a result because. Mm. What to get to six turns or whatever it is? Um, well, I mean, it's really hard to win for both players, really, because you end up you either play you play not Again. to lose. Sorry that it's hard to win. Yeah, for it both is sides. because you play not to because you, you either you either go all in as the attacker, in which case yes. the defender can go on all in to just not let you win, if that makes sense. Because it's in bypass, you only win by capturing objectives. There is no driven off rule. So if the defender just decides to go sit on the objectives, neither of you win. You time out. You draw. You lose, both lose. Can you not break the so well, you can't can, break the but you're unlikely to do that with these lists. Because <laughs> of the sheer quantity. Like, I, you know... I'm looking at Red Banner and there's two formations. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven infantry t- uh, platoons in one formation. And then there's one, two, three, four BA-10 scout cars in the other formation. And you're just not going to get that many rounds to play. Um, can't remember for day two whether it was Germany or France first. Got the feeling it was France. Um, 
I mean, it's, it's usually one after the other. <laughs> I got the feeling um, it was France, um, and I ended up uh, playing against the other manoeuvre list uh, of Eric Zone, who was a relatively new Flames of War player. Uh, he was a lovely guy, fantastic game. Um, and we ended up, he essentially had the carbon copy of my list, although apart from taking L6s, he took armoured cars. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then use the use, uh, what three six nine eleven armored cars, and then instead of taking the extra um, using the points from that to bulk up to uh, three lancing nineties, four some eventy nineties, and then also uh, three eighty eight mil guns, um, and right. then in the infantry company, which is also legions of Rome, he added. Two lots of four 47 mil pop guns. Don't not those 47s. Those 47s are awesome. No, they are good. They are good. But I looked at this and went, well, like on a, a team per team basis, I don't really care about your added AT. I've got more holes. I've got a better front armor because L6 is a front armor three. We've both got the same gun, which is AT5. Uh, I think I've got this. Um, and he was defending in no retreat. Um, and he left a big gap down one edge of the minefield, um, which I just went all out for and put pressure on both, uh, put, you know, both infantry platoons and a load of L6s down one side, down the closer side through, you know, towards the nearest objective. And then I sent a couple of platoons and then the um, sub eventy nineties down the other side. Uh, to do some long-range pot shots and put pressure on the the back objective, so he ended up splitting his forces. Um, and it was just a, a piece by piece, kind of like, okay, you're there, but the, and this is one where the summer venties really came to themselves. The um, the some the short summer venties with the re-rolling hits because there's five guns in the battery, repeat bombarding. Yeah. So it's re-rolling hits, repeat bombarding, or re-rolling saves, and they obliterated both for, um, anti-tank gun platoons. Over oh, wow. like four turns from a building right next to the objective. I'd pushed up. Yep. I pushed up. He pushed up what he could. Um, but the mistake he really made, and afterwards he asked me yeah, what to do wrong. And the mistake he really made was he was firing with his scout cars, trying to kill my L6s, which meant well, they're only 18, 85 against front armor three. So, yeah, and then he's 81 against my front armor. My Sorry, he's front armor one against my 85 in return fire. Hmm. So I obliterated those off, waited till turn six, and then basically assaulted, won the assault, pushed him off the objective, and won it that way. Um, but I did have both platoons of infantry dug in. They got they got hammered on the way in, to be fair. Um, so I had like one platoon of infantry, and he had two guys left. Oh my god! Um, the other platoon had like four people left, what? and then my commander only. I just get just shot some machine gun fire and those anti tank guns, and yeah, just wait just a fire. Wait a fire. Yeah, they're hit on fours. They're running up in the open. Um, yeah. You're going to fail. Yeah, exactly. At some point, um, yeah. I did have the mm. notable moments were when a single L6 assaulted into the long edge of three of his 88s that were pinned. He missed his defensive oh fire shot and then the guns broke and all died. <laughs> oh, nice. So a single L6 killed 388 mils, which was... Because only one could fire back at you because oh, long edge is blocking the others. Exactly. And I'm right. a tiny little tank edge, and I've gone all the way around and gone in. Um, the the other one, which was absolutely insane, was when his Semaventis, who were falling back, took shot pot shots 
at my L6 platoons at range with slow firing having moved. So, so veterans is fours. Long range yeah. is fives. Slow firing is seven sixes. Oh, yeah. oh, and they failed a blitz. Yeah. Sevens. Ah, there you go. And then one of them as well was concealed. So it's eight. So Eric managed to roll a seven. Yeah. Okay, that's impressive. Six, six, six by five. So you rolled five. seven. Then he did another seven, six followed by a five. And then he did the eight, six followed by a six. Which I think we worked out was like uh, one in 3,000 chance of happening. <laughs> I don't know. That's, it was, it was incredible. Just to, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, whatever. Oh, wait, what, huh? What the... Oh, uh, 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 I, I'd be screaming, take him off at that point. Well, take him off! And then, and then what's really remarkable was he passed his firepower on two of them. <laughs> What I was expecting was all have all that, and it all just be bail, bail, bail. Yeah. Um, no, but he killed two of them, and only one bailed. Yeah, and then remounted. I love their fitness. <laughs> These guys are good. My L sixes are amazing. Um, so yeah, no, I, I managed to get get the objective quite uh, quite happy there, and I think a couple of our other guys did as well. We started. This is the start of our fight back um, in terms of winning, but I do think I think it was even no, it was the next game in the next round we played Germany. Um, and it was that game where uh, Paul Stovall had his tiger, his Hungarian tiger, on the objective, and it just so happened that the opponent Stomovic turned up, ranged in, hit it, failed a save, passed yep. its firepower, which is a one in one hundred and forty-four occurrence. I've only crunched numbers on this to just show I it. Oh, that's the way. That's the way the other guys in the team work. Is you can sit there and go, it's this, this, and this, and they'll just sit there and work out the probability and go, yeah, there's a one in one hundred and forty-four chance of that happening. No, so, tell me the odds. Yeah, no, that, that, that's the way that I play. You know, <laughs> but Fez, it's way better to roll two dice than to get one with the reroll. No, 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 it's fine. Why don't, why don't you just take him to a casino and rain man that nonsense? Because they're war gamers and they get spotted a mile away. Oh, okay. Um. I'll get some links. When we <laughs> oh, there was some in, insane game of funk. Oh, I bet there was. I bet it was classic, dripping classic, down the walls. Classic tastes. I bet, bet it's so thick it's you chewy. can taste it. Exactly, yeah. Stereotypical. So I ended up against the, the German oh. captain, uh, Thomas, uh, who had a hero rifle battalion. So lots of hero rifles, lots of PTRDs, Two lots of short 45 mils, some mortars. Um, and then in support, he had four KV-8s, five KV-1s, Sturmovics and BA-10s. And we ended up playing Encounter because he went maneuver with this list, which is quite brave, I think. Yeah. And Encounter yeah. is um, free-for-all. So you get two objectives in your your board edge, two objectives in theirs, 12 inches on, that kind of thing. Um, but you also have delayed scattered reserves. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so we had scattered reserves. It's like yeah. just kick, it's like two kicks yeah. of nuts. It's like one for each nut. It's... It is exactly. Yeah. Split the post. <laughs> so yeah. I ended up. We ended up in the and we're like a Stalingrad board as well. So lots of big buildings, lots of blocks. So I kind of split my forces and I ended up going really heavy with the L sixes on one side. Um. 
And I went, I, I kind of looked at it and went, so on one objective, he had two, the two platoons of infantry, the one lot of short 45s, and on the other objective, you know, his PTRDs, his more, um, his PTRDs, his long 45s, the HQ stands. And actually, in the middle, he put his mortars and his KVs. He had his KV eight flame tanks on the board, and the rest was all reserves. So I was like, <sighs> so I, I had like a cat and mouse game with my Lanciers, my uh, Lancia trucks, trying to get line of sight on the KVs, did some scout moves, you know. But then I realized, I was like, wait a minute, he's, he's really, those KVs are more towards one of the PTRDs that have a building. The, the objective on my left flank has the two infantry and some guns and the BA-10s. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, there's nothing else there. And I've, yeah, the I did. I just, I went absolutely Roy Jenkins and dashed up the board with three platoons of L6s. You um, hero. Three platoons yeah. of L6s went forward. Um, my third platoon, my, no, my third platoon <laughs> went across the middle of the board because they'd scouted forward the spearhead to go after his mortars. The, his mortars range in had a heck of a turn and obliterated two of my 25 pounders. Yeah, it was Ooh, really brutal. Hell, it was like, really? you take out two of my 25 pounders. Oh, and it was the middle two as well. So now, well, I had one turn, they'd be fine because they were in command at the beginning of the last turn. So I had the guns left. What well, I risked it for a biscuit, biscuit and instead used that turn to fire... Um, to un- you know, unpin and fire the smoke bombardment I needed for the assault. And then the next turn, yeah. they pass their last stand as well. They are fearless. They're fearless too, aren't they? Yeah. It's the worst. Reluctant, reluctant will stay around all reluctant day. Will be fearless, there, you know, until run the away at the first sign of it. Beat <laughs> death of the universe. Um, <laughs> but essentially, yeah, went forward and I was just picking apart his anti tank assets. So the 25 pounders repeated, got some pins, got some hits, got some kills. And then it was just, it was, it was one of those things where you could kind of just see it. And I double check, you know, are the guns forward firing. Yes, they are the little 45s. They are forward firing the infantry teams and the way he positioned them. I was like, well, if I come around this side, I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, take off half the defensive fire shots, plowed in, um, the repeat artillery fire, well, not repeat artillery fire, plowed in machine gun fire and got the pins and then drove in through the smoke. And they, you know, just went, okay, cool. Well, now you got to break off. And, and it was, it's the fact I had four, sorry, three platoons that were just doing one assault, right? Push you back, blah, 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 cool. Another assault, okay, yep. Kill two or three stands, you break off, push you back. And then a third assault, right? Push you back. Okay, you're still just within four of the objective, but next turn, Right, you rally, you unpin, whatever. I just did it all again. And by this point, I'd actually killed, because I'd got assaulted into the gun teams, I'd started whittling those down. And because it moved back, he was now no longer dug in. Um, and the other other platoon, the fourth platoon of L6s had come around the side and took out his BA-10s. And it was just, you know, kill the stuff that can hurt the, the, the L6s in defensive fire. And failing that, just drive in anyway because it's pinned he's only going to get one or two shots and luck was with me and he missed and it wasn't with him because everything died um so it was the, a really Christ. super you know i sorted in one direction killing stands as i went and then finished it off by pushing him off the other way 
um, and basically pushed him outside of four. Well, that's the maneuverability that most oh, that of the armor list give that you. That was just the L- L6s go num, 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 yeah. num, 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 num. Uh, And dashing everywhere, oh, and dashed, I guess, yeah, as well. Oh, they dashed down. It's so quick. Because they just dashed down there and went, okay. At this point, I don't really care if you're going to open fire at me because that just means you're easier to hit. Absolutely, yeah. You know. You're making my life easier by doing that. Yep. Yeah, thanks. You're not going to be there for the defensive fire. You know, his aeroplanes didn't turn up and it was a turn three, turn three objective catcher. <laughs> It was it was oh hideous. My God. Um, what? Uh, where else is the object of interest? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Of oh, course. Cool. Yeah, but which one? Sorry, which one? The uh, bomb seven, or the cat? The... Oh, seven no, points. German figure salt company. One is the mid war. Yeah, it's the mid war one. I'm sorry, I was I was thinking yeah. it was late war for a second. I, I this. Mm, so, I, like, I like those dynamics. They should have given you more of a. Well, they just more of a they didn't turn actually. up. They didn't turn yeah. up by yeah. that point. The stuff that mattered, I was too close. His KV-8s went off one way and then yeah. started going back the other way and they realised the threat. And by that point, they were just too slow. That's the, the, the cry of the um, the aircraft enthusiast yeah. in the Flames of War. Yeah. Well, Why yeah, sometimes they win the game by taking out the Hungarian Tiger and other times. The other 139, 143 times they won't turn up. Um, no, I always take them. Never leave home without them. So, yeah, after that crushing victory... And then went up against uh, day three, uh, Switzerland, with a, a with against uh, Etienne Dufour, yes. who avid listeners remember from last year had the one infantry stand that survived the fourteen infantry saves. Was it? Sorry, yes. So yeah, horrendous. I don't know. To 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 to, to lot, win the yeah. game. Yep, it was my old the white whale uh, Etienne who had a beautifully painted, and these were gorgeous. Um, Red Banner Force again. So three hero rifle companies, all with DP PTRDs, a massive blob of PTRDs, six Maxims, three Mortars, six T-34s, some T-70s, three KV-1s. He upgraded the T-34s to make them T-34-57s. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which then bumped that the point, points that meant that they could oh, then be the reserve... Yeah, very That's clever nice, and his nice tenacity nice as well. Another, and he made yeah. them guards tank battalion. There was a whole clever thing he did with his command cards to make them his basically one drop reserve. And then, one oh, drop, oh yeah. yeah, there's 10 BA 10s as well. And of course, there is because he's defending you know. in no retreat. And the only tank platoon he has in the fort, so yeah, he gets deep reserves. And he's like, well, I'll have my KV ones in ambush then. Yeah, it's very clever. And this is the one that I actually should have won. This is the one I think. Had I <laughs> had I had it together and put my templates down in the minefield to stop him deploying his HMG teams in there and run my infantry. The thing I got het up about was the fact that my infantry are legions of Rome, so they're only a tactics of five plus. So when they run into a minefield, they need right. a five up to not get hit. But I play too many tank yeah. teams. Tank forces. I don't play enough infantry because if a tank gets hit by a mine, it's pretty much dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, infantry, and that's where I fell over. So instead of instead of setting up to to you know belt through it, belt through it, and the take, objective, take... I went heavy over the gap on the other side with the idea of pushing through what he had there. 
and I put all my templates in the middle to make it easier. Once I push through the first assault, I could then hook round and go for that objective, which is a fail. Yeah, it's a failed. It never would have worked, even if it had worked. It didn't help that I failed my first my first turn assault. He made his confident re confident counterattack, and I failed my three up re roll. <laughs> There we um, go. See, once again, fearless. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it was really sad. It was like, I could have really done with that. And it meant I just stalled and bogged down. And my artillery did, not, did as much as they could. I kept pushing as hard as I could. Um, but it was never any way. And I did some real Hail Mary stuff that turned into a really fun game at the end because it was just like, Et- Etienne had to keep thinking. <laughs> he couldn't relax because one minute he's there, the next minute there's a scout car sailing happily into assault. He's like, what? Oh, oh no! I've fallen off. Uh, oh God! Uh, but I can never get it together, and essentially everything vaporized, unfortunately, um, for a loss. Um. So the the cold dead beating yeah, heart neutrality yeah, beat you. Though. Thank you very much. Oh, oh. that's what they they got us. Oh, that's what as opposed to yeah, Belgian chocolates. Well, I mean that was I mean, there, there were comments about that, about the Swiss bringing their chocolates into Belgium. <laughs> surprising to turn back yeah. in quarter. As I say, for neutrals, that's that's pretty that's pretty <laughs> aggressive. Um, and then in the last game uh, was against Austria, uh, and we had Mark Lettner, oh, um, who had a M4 Sherman tank company. So, so just back in here. So, where was England in the standings at this point? Was it was it still I, possible you get like a placing, or if you had got like a good turn? We weren't entirely sure because it depends. Because obviously the top four teams were bashing each other to death. Mm-hmm. We thought, yeah, oh, Swiss, we thought we'd Swiss have pairing? to go up against someone higher up. And in the end, we ended up playing Austria, who were like four points below us in the standings because we played everyone else in our bracket. Right. And it, the way that rolls down from the top. So we, yeah, we ended up against Austria. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we. So I ended up um, fighting against, uh, I think it was his uh, encounter again, uh, against Mark, who hadn't really played a lot and was suffering from the day before and had a massive headache. About three times he asked <laughs> me to be more quiet. Uh, <laughs> at, at which point I kind of sniggered and went, oh, that's your own oh, yes. um, Ooh, you Of all the places to be gamey, oh. of all the places to bring your A game, no this is... The, it's bringing your A game and it's a bit Mate, If you really. forget to bring painkillers, if you don't and you don't bring painkillers, you don't you know if you don't bring painkillers for your team and a Red Bull every afternoon, Mark Mark will attest to this. You have lunch, oh, two ibuprofen and a Red oh Bull, God. regardless of how you're feeling, because you're needed by. Two ibuprofen and a Red. Why don't you just mix lunch <laughs> in with Monster? And just well, be if done that with works it. for you. And it doesn't work for anyone. That's <laughs> the point. It breaks your heart. <laughs> Um, so Mark, Mark just Mark was a relatively player. Um, had an M4 Sherman company. So platoon of, two platoons of M4s, one of one four, one five, two HQ, four Lees, three eighty-one mil mortars, and then five Stuarts. Um, an encounter. Ooh. all so information. All, anything all, is all information. Five Stuarts. And it's actually quite scary because it's quite a lot of. Right, and that's so many in mid war. Unfortunately, he picked the board edge, which gave me two, uh, one big hill and a whole load of cornfields to hide in. So I had a oh. load of lanciers up on the hill. Um, 
I dug in with my twenty five pounders on the one object, you know, the other objective with infantry. Just kind of waited. We pooted around for about three or four turns, not really doing much um, until reserves started to come on. And then I got my Lancia nineties on the board. I was like, yep, so sorry, some eventy nineties on the board. And my normal some eventies went rushing forward. Um, and then it came. It came into quite interesting thing. Uh, there was one point where I wrecked my, I dashed my wreck my scout cars onto the objective, or dashed and then tacticaled. Um, and then, it, so I was right on his objective that he'd fallen back to avoid getting lines of sight from. And then I smoked them. <laughs> so he drove these five Shermans around, and it was like, oh, I got five Shermans. That's ten dice. Uh, right, okay. Uh, so I'm forced to hit basic. Uh, I'm concealed. I'm gone to ground. There's uh, smoke. Uh, and you've got stabilizers. So that's eights to hit me. <laughs> well, I mean, he Just rolled them anyway, that. but yeah. yeah, it took him like four turns to get rid of these little scout cars, which held up. So this, this three point scout car unit held up 32 points worth of Shermans. Because <laughs> he couldn't drive them away because I'd win the game. <laughs> So he had to sit there and try to kill these boxy scout cars who were just, you know, tactically moving from side to side in this cornfield to enable the long distance shots to try and pick off that, you know, from my Lanciers and my um, term of 1990s to try and pick off his Shermans at range. But eventually I whittled those down. His stewards had a good fun time blatting away at my um, L6s who slowly came on. I got my entire army on. I think we played like 12 turns in the end. Um, but eventually I just whittled down the Stuarts. He had his HQ on the other, of two Shermans on the other objective. And there was a wood in the way and he got carried away. He was trying to chase it. Um, so it ended up with the infantry had run forward. The Semaventis had run forward. The L6s had taken care of most of the Stuarts, bar one or two that are outside of contention. You know, started within four. Um, and he got carried away moving his HQ Sherman to get shots at my Semaventi, my short Semaventis. So it was still within four of the objective, but now it was far enough around the wood that my the Lancia, that for six turns failed to pass a Blitz move. And that the trouble of a Lancia is that if it fails oh, the Blitz, it doesn't have a tactical move, so it doesn't move. It's got to move. Right. And this was a super Lancia as well. It, it, it got his Avanti roll, so it was passing on a three plus. It just didn't want to do anything until the very last turn. It went, oh, oh, I can do something now. And it blitzed and then fired two shots at the Sherman HQ. One of them hit, vaporized it, won the game. <laughs> yeah, and there's like there's like four other platoons sitting there waiting to do that, you know, have their moment of glory. And it's like the Lancer just wakes up and goes, Oh, I can do something now. <laughs> so that was my fourth win. So personally, four out of six. Um could That's have been a five good. out of six. That's very good. We'll see, and maybe, maybe even with a bit of a bit of a better board, could have been a six for six. But oof, oof, that's that's heavy numbers. That is, that is. Uh, yeah, Mark was our top there. scorer. He got five out of six. Congratulations, he dropped one point. Um, my personal favourite uh, Goddard moment of the weekend was for the first day and a half or two days. He was adamant after speaking to other teams that we should be throwing more of our players under the bus as part of a team effort. We should be sitting there and going, right, we're going to take this terrible matchup and just get it out of the way. I'm such an officer. Get it out of the way, officer. do that, and yeah. then make sure that you know the rest of the team can score the points to get us up there. And that's what was wrong. 
Um, and by the end of day three, he was saying that we'd done nothing but throw him under the bus the entire weekend. <laughs> I wish I was making it up. <laughs> he said, oh, I got five points despite the fact that I was thrown under the bus the whole weekend. I was like, oh, where are you, Mark? Interesting. Interesting. Front. Interesting uh, thought process there. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Question one. Um, so are no. you war crimes if you lose? <laughs> but all in all an absolutely fantastic three days you know um totally worth it very excited for next year i think there's still a vote to be done but i think next year is going to be late war because i think it's early war is going to be too early i think if they, they won't have everything out to make it interesting enough right. um so i think it'll be late war which will be all wicked very excited for it. And Lake Wall of the Fifers might be up by then. So you can take some Centurion. Yeah, Mark take everything. Take everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, mouses left, right, and centre. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting point, though, because we had this was the first year where we had, I think, two lists that I saw that were painted in an ahistorical fashion. So there was someone had a fluorescent pink German half track army. Yeah, not pink panther. Not just a pink panther. Everything was bright pink, um, and then someone else had uh, like urban camo, like blue camo um, Americans, very much like Team Yankee water tank style. Um, so I think uh, enough people went. Actually, that's not quite what we're here for. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's the line. That's the translation okay. that I got through. Um, so I think there'll be a, a rules pack to say, hopefully a rules change, the captains will vote on to say, you know what, well, let's keep it, you know, historical-esque colours. Yes, it's but... definitely the paint schemes that are a problem. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a weird mix, right? And it yeah. is a weird mix. I, because there's only, the way I see it, and it's kind of doubled down this year, and, and it, there was a point as well when everyone was going, well, how how is Team England doing so badly at the end of day, you know, halfway through the tournament? It's like, well, everyone's got better. Like, everyone's playing a lot better than they were last year. You know, everyone's kind of got that little bit of taste and a little bit of fettling towards it. Um, and it is fettling, because the reason it's such a weird list mix match is because it's a team sport. You're not you're not just facing one list. There's no I in team. Um, no, but there is a me if you look hard enough. <laughs> there the is. That's, 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 you in another that's what I said at the weekend uh, to much Ooh. rapturous laughter. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> was that to Goddard? <laughs> oh. So, yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah, called the, it. And, and here's the point where it's quite funny when you see people who take, you know, a quote-unquote broken ETC list to an open tournament and get trounced. Well, yeah, no, it's no, always no, not even the player. It's not just the it, list. The, the list, list own, certain lists only work in the team environment because of the way the matchups work. Because they need to be shielded mm. from other lists. You know? And that's, and that's what the team element really is. If you can really go in and make it super focused to do one or two jobs instead of having to do five different jobs and then work as a team that you cover those weaknesses and get the draw right, 
you can just hammer the opposition. So the lists themselves don't work in isolation. And because, you know, you sit there and go, oh, okay, this guy's got all these Shermans and, and, and whatever. Right, well, he's playing against an infantry company in a town. Well, he's lost then because he can't shoot out that many stands. You know, I'll just stick my infantry in this building. Thank you very much. On, you know, on this objective. Oh, okay, I've won. <laughs> At that point, your your four, your three eighty-one mil mortars are doing a lot of heavy lifting. So, yeah, I mean that's oh, yeah. that's that's the thing. I, and the venue again is amazing. Thank you very much to Team Belgium and everyone involved in that. The food was glorious for feeding you know one hundred and eight odd players. The food was fantastic, and the portions were huge. <laughs> day two and three, I was like, I, I need a small portion because it's only lunch. <laughs> well, day, day one, it's walked up. I was like, oh, okay, here you go. And I literally got half a roast chicken. Oh, wow. For, for, for lunch with chips and salad. And you're like, and it was beautifully cooked as well. It, it's, it was really impressive. Um, so, yeah. All in all, two thumbs up. Still loving it. Um, glad I didn't let it side down. Glad I had a bit of an improvement over last year's numbers and uh we'll see what happens going forward but we've got there what was that stunned hey, idea how many points is gonna be for next year no no idea the, the the reason it was 101 was to give the defender extra minefields which a doesn't work anymore because they changed the rules back and it's now one minefield per 25 points in your army Whole, yep. not part of. Whole, yeah. not and part B, thereof. it gives the defender minefields more minefields, and the minefield missions aren't the ones that the defender needs help with. Hmm. So we'll see if it will change and swap. Um, but no, super excited. Uh, we're hoping. I think the last we had that uh, checks. I think it's Eastern. There's a couple of Eastern European countries who are up for hosting. I think it might be Poland or Belarus. Serbia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll see. When bids yeah. come in, it's all a very democratic process. Yeah. Kind is of, it, but is it like Eurovision? Not quite as glamorous. No. Not quite as Definitely glamorous. Definitely 100% less glitter. Ooh. We need to change that next year. You need to glamour off it up. I want you to go as <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> big platform shoes exactly. yeah exactly big platform shoes exactly <laughs> tongue extensions but the whole no, world fantastic fantastic time well worth it very excited um, and yeah for those who don't know uh, after the slow start we uh, Team England ended up fifth a very respectable, respectable fifth. fifth only I think we were if we had two extra big points we would have been on the podium so we're two wins away from being third. Okay. Um, which isn't impossible. I mean, that's the thing. We hadn't lost it. We just temporarily misplaced it. Uh, I, hear a, I hear there's a rumor that Lee might be joining you next uh, year as the sleeping yeah, yeah. policeman of the team. It's, uh, the yeah. <laughs> Lee speed bump Parnell. <laughs> so exactly. friend, we can just put, put you up against the most ahistoric list so you can just oh. berate them relentlessly for three hours until they resign the game in frustration. It's like yeah. the wife taking me to watch Meg 2 last night and then 
She said, when, when she was oh, finished, I looked at, looked at her. She goes, you're going to rant away now. Because I'm going to rant away now. Yeah. Prepare for ranting. Ah, oh, well, there you go. That was the tournament that shall not be named. Uh, in a second, we can talk about some fun games that we had in the barn. Fun. We have well, got, we've got, a, a, we've got a commercial break or something. Uh, a ballast shifting break, yeah. No, no, just, just are you going for a dump? That's well, my yeah, build. Oh, okay. That's my <laughs> You can only bilge. Do you not describe <laughs> your penis as a bilge pump? That's disgraceful. <laughs> That's horrid. <laughs> Poor that Tacey. Lee. That was Lee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good God, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. What's that noise? That's these bilge pump. All oh, right, okay. Give it, it that handle, really. Is it? water. It's the splattering noise that's really disconcerting. Yeah. It's, it's my penis, and I'll clean it as fast as I like. In the whilst shower. maintaining eye contact. <laughs> With the loofah. Why yeah. did you put googly eyes on the loofah? <laughs> oh, look at them. I don't know where they're looking. Dirty. <laughs> oh, God. Unsettling. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, on to games at the barn. Lee, what have you been playing? I was playing at the barn. Oh, good. All right. Me <laughs> too. It. Good. Cheers. Job done. Yay. Very nice. Um, the yeah. <laughs> train wreck for a podcast. No. Train wreck? Yeah. So, um, yeah, Mike invited us down to the barn for his birthday um, to play some Italy theatre themed games. So, Late War, 100 points. List had to be sort of like on an Italian theme for um, that period. No. And we had Soren come over as well, which is good. We did. Yeah. Which is lovely. And he brought his lovely miniatures. He brought his lovely miniatures over, didn't he? he as well? He's very nice, Kibershager, yeah. Did he leave with them? I'm just <laughs> asking. Paid the iron price. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, he came over. Price. I think, we, so bizarrely, because both me, Eddie, and Sorin were playing Axis, we ended up basically a break for assault versus everyone else kind of day. <laughs> yeah, how did that as, go for us? As it should be. <laughs> not well. Oh, um, it? No, it did not. <laughs> it was at this point, point they knew. They'd messed up. Yeah, the narrator, they did not enjoy it. <laughs> Things um, did not go well. No, it's it historically accurate. Which is, yeah, very, very, very accurate there. So we played, um, basically, the idea was we did like a round robin thing. So everyone played, everyone, all the Axis players played, all the Allo players, and each of the different tables, which somehow all worked out as well, which is the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Um, and so I think I mean, my first game was versus Dave Manigan, who had his New Zealanders and Gurkhas. Um, he's using commandos as Gurkha stand-ins, because obviously they hit hard in assaults. Those bloody hard. things. Mm-hmm. And um, I was rolling up with my 26th Panzer, with the 508th um, Shreya Panzer, backing them up with two Tigers. Uh, my nicely painted grills, 120-meter mortars. Um, the grills died in the first shot of the game. 
<laughs> and 120 millimeter mortars died with a um, bombardment that ranged in the third attempt. Oh, oh my God. gosh! What? What, what killed the grills? Um, I, I, I basically when I put them dead because I, I was defending. So oh, I you killed first. them. Okay. Yeah, yeah I killed a, them. A really big village on the top of the hill, weren't you? Uh, oh no, they, you were in the. No, they, that, I was in that the little valley table with the um, like the two the two um, the six part hill was split into its various parts. Only grill um, in the valley. Yeah. And then the grills just basically were hiding behind by a ruin, but only worked from one direction. And the um, when Dave set his shamans up, they were out in the open, effectively, so they died very quickly. Oh. <laughs> and after that, it sort of um, came down to fighting in this little woodland on the hill where the defensive line of an infantry platoon backed up some Pat-40s. And these um, Gurkhas come running in. And push me back. That's okay because I set my defense, um, defense in depth, so I had t- space to fall back. So I lost a couple of stands, but fell back. My tigers arrived on from 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 reserves, plowed into the enemy, killed two Gurkha stands. <laughs> um, he then passes motivation, not unsurprising. And then both his piets, who had missed in defensive fire, shot in the in in the actual um, assault, both hit. One penetrated, one bailed, and both times he passes firepower check. Holy oh moly. my gosh. So one dead tiger, one bailed tiger, assault over, no more tigers. Um, Was it the five out something? Yes. Yeah, so he's hitting on um, fours, yep. Possibly threes for the commando one. I had, um, you know, anything but a one or a two would have been fine, so I rolled a one and a two. <laughs> and then he rolled the firepowers. Um, I probably could have got away with it if one had died and the other one had just, you know, been fine. I could have kept rolling. No, two plus motivation. But of course, two plus motivation doesn't work if you're not, if you're no. dead. Um, yeah. That was it, really. After that, after that, it came down to him just keep plugging through. My Panzer Fours arrived in a little rubbish drawer with the Shermans where neither side could hit each other for some reason. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he just kind of pushed through onto the objective after a bit of slog. Yeah, that's my first game. Eddie? <laughs> uh, I had my Fortune Jaeger. Mm. Sky Nazis. Um, so, company of just pure Fortune Jaeger. No c- command cards, no trickery. Two platoons with two HMGs in each. Uh, four 8cm mortars, three pack 40s, um, and then in support, four Panthers. It was small. It was a very small army. Compact. Yes, exactly. Um, so convenient to just die helplessly. Uh, so ended up playing um, not Valley of Death, Kill, Killing Ground, which meant I could have deployed. I was defending against uh, Mike South's scary British attacking guys, and I was like, oh, I could deploy it on the back edge, I could deploy it up the sides. And I was like, I can't do either of that because once I put one platoon on each of my objectives, the rest is all kind of nothing. <laughs> um, and he drove forward with lots of infantry and lots of scary Churchills and lots of Shermans. I say lots as a platoon of each. Um, but I got my reserves on nice and quick which was nice. The Panthers were picking off long-range shots, bailing the odd Churchill. So, you know, this might be all right. I might get away with this. 
packed forties appeared, obliterated the three Shermans in uh, ambush fire. Yes, get in. And then the three dug in, hit on four packed forties, died to machine guns. I think that's thinking. That has three, 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 out to three dug in mm-hmm. pack forties died to HMG fire from How? the other because he shot them and he hit and I failed a save and he rolled sixes and they died. That's very poor for me. Are you like, eating your microphone, Duncan? No. Is it right by my face? There's a whole. There's a whole lot of. Oh no! Sorry. Is that better? Have you got your uh, muscle relaxant machine on? Yeah, I've got my vibrating um... beard massage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was. Sorry. It's all right. Hopefully the, the machine will take it out and I'll just sound like an idiot waffling it myself. Mm. <laughs> like, what's Fez on about? Um, so uh, we ended up, yeah, ended up sort of coaching. Mike hasn't played a lot of Flames of War, so I was talking him through ways that he can do things. Um, and then he ended up assaulting me off the objective very convincingly, so which was lovely. Um, so I lost that one again. Yay! Um, which is in the lovely sculpted valley board. Yeah, the river with the bailey bridges. Yeah, very nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and then and then I moved over to the um, village on the hilltop to get attacked by uh, Mad Dog. Yes, <laughs> which was uh, interesting. Um, I, I, to be fair, hands up. I heard the beginning of the briefing where we were talking about the the village and how we're playing the hillsides and then they changed it halfway through the briefing and i did hear it i didn't register it in my brain so we, we changed were discussing it. how to handle it and yeah we changed it from being a skill test to be sorry from being impossible to things that didn't have mountaineer to being a skill test mm-hmm. um which completely changed the way i would have deployed uh mad dog was going full craziness and was going all about doing a night attack cool. he's like oh i could do a night attack i was like yeah you could because i had like, my objective I thought we were fighting over the village, but then he put an objective in the valley next to the village. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of sad. Well, I brought that off of minefields and I put one battalion of infantry down there, deploying my stands of Panzerfaust guys in the minefields. <laughs> game three. Game two. Yeah, uh, I didn't listen. I'll go back to I didn't listen to the briefing about the, um, the, the city. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was impossible. Um, and then all of a sudden, Dave started taking skill checks and running up it, uh, which meant that my deployment was kind of uh, broken. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine uh, especially it, it started off with Dave going all like oh I'm attacking I can do night attack I was like okay mate that's fine if you want to do that and we got all the way to the, like this uh, thing the first turn of movement he starts to move his Shermans I'm like well where are they going he goes what do you mean so, well it's night attack isn't it he goes yeah so the Shermans can't leave your deployment area and he went oh oh yeah I forgot about that I said what's in formation oh, he goes, oh just the infantry it was like you probably probably don't want to do night attack then do you because uh, no not really <laughs> <laughs> That's what the thing that bikes with um, doing night attack here is the fact that you, you know, bikes with night yeah but you can only do terrain dash, mm. but uh, the fact that you know, you, you you have your support and it can't leave the point zone until yeah. the break yeah yeah no, that sucks and 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 terrain dash and you're rerolling cross checks and everything's at plus one to hit, but um, yeah so we ended up attacking in um, his Gurkhas just decimated my mortars and ate everything in the middle of the board, but then they kind of bogged down once the Panthers turned up in turn one. I sprung a really good pack 40 ambush down one side. Mm-hmm. It was 
they, they were dug in trading long range shots with these six pounders who weren't dug in, which meant they weren't concealed. So it's just like you're hitting me on sixes, I'm hitting you on fives, um, which was awesome uh, for uh, many, many, many turns. Um, and the infantry that were defending the second objective, that I didn't really care about because it wasn't the town, left. Yeah. They left their four stands in the minefield and then they ran up a hillside to defend the main objective in the town against the main thrust of infantry. Um, and he ended up using his Sherman flails. And here's a, here's a clever trick for those who at home. So he had Shermans, and, or, or if he had infantry to, to lift the minefields, but obviously to lift the minefields, you have to be in the minefield at the start of your turn. The only way you can do that and not get close to the two inches to the end. So the way you can stop the opponent from doing that is by putting your infantry deployed in the minefield with less than a two-inch gap to the front of the minefield because then they can't actually enter the minefield without assaulting you, which makes it a lot more of a risky proposition. That's um, a lot, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It's really good. It's really like, that's that's very cool. You have to assault me, and it's a skill check on the way in, then the assault. Uh, long story short, he did it with three of his um, Shermans, I missed my defensive fire. He killed the one stand he was in combat with. One of them blew up to minefields on the way in. Um, I bailed them through Panzerfaust shots the next turn, but they remounted, cleared the minefield, and he pushed up and took the objective. <sighs> so that's another loss to my mighty Fortune Mega. Yay! <laughs> Dirty Sky Nazis. Yeah. They are. Spiciest. I also got a loss. I was playing um, Mike Everest on the river battle, river table, just talking about. Oh, um, what, what, what was he packing? I try to remember what mission it was we were playing. It's um, not immediately clear from my pictures what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's lots of thunderbolts coming and strafing me, which seemed to be the thing, running theme of that game. <laughs> in Mike's first game, his thunderbolts turned up once and didn't do anything. Uh, right. He was berating them for not doing anything, and then in the next game, they kept it. They, they in my game versus me, they turned up every turn. It felt like <laughs> um, to great effect. Generally, I think they killed the grills again. So the grills died again before they had a chance to fire a shot. They came in the first <laughs> turn. Um, after that, it came up more, a bit more of a convincing affair. Because um, we're playing, try try work it out from looking at the table. I was defending short, long edge, had minefields, two objectives. Yeah, I was doing ways. But um, yeah, Mike tried killing the minefields and blew himself up on the first turn. And then kept pushing forward. It just it ended up being this slow, calculated slog to try and push my infantry whilst I was trying to push the Shermans. And then I made the big mistake of basic cost of the game. I bought the Tigers on. Um, oh, I know. It's just, it was killing ground because it's got that H-shaped um, deployment. Uh, yeah. And I thought, I'll bring the Tigers on behind him and you know, pick him off from behind. I don't know why I did that because, you know, killing Shermans, I kill Shermans from the front. Is yeah, quite easily. And I'd be sitting on the objective, whereas this time oh. I was miles away from the objective. So driving no, away from you as well. Yeah, exactly. I had no idea why I did that. It was completely boneheaded of me. If I'd been sat in the objective, him trying to come towards me, it would be a lot harder because I had my infantry screening him. So, yeah, just completely messed up there and basically threw the game away. But, oh, yeah, it was still a good game up to that. We had a really good scrap on the um, on the Vineyard Hill uh, where one of my chickens was, where basically his um, Churchill's were trying to take on the infantry. 
And it came down to his last surviving Churchill went in and Panzerfaust managed to take him out. <laughs> um, so I kept that objective. Um, my pack 40s ambushed on one of the other flanks um, and basically just had, had this like, very miserable day of doing long range shots and constantly missing. Um, fight his oh. Churchills and just bounced off. Fight his Sextons and missed. And then they got pit, they got basically um, bombarded by um, the. Uh, what's it called? Um, Thunderbolts coming in. Yeah, Thunderbolts instead of um, RAF aircraft as a stand-in. And yeah, and his on his left flank, his carriers, Sherman's infantry just chewed my infantry up slowly but surely. Um, not helped by the fact my one twenty millimeter mortars got pinned, and um, couldn't quite keep putting the shots down to pin him. Um, and so yeah, eventually got my got badge break from the objective. Because my tigers were nowhere near it, so lesson learned there. <laughs> so yeah, on to the last game, um, and my last game was in the city, facing uh, Mike South, and a bit like you, because obviously Mike doesn't play out often. We're trying to talk him through how to do it and that kind of thing, and Mike listened to exactly to what I was saying and did it, and um, yeah, it's a good effect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're up, up playing their retreat. Um, I had a little cluster of guys down the valley, but like he, you know, um, had infantry grills and 120mm mortars in the actual village itself. And Mike quite rightfully worked out that trying to go for there was not going to be, uh, was going to be a non-starter. But he had put his um, ranged in markers such that it forced me from being right at the front of the sit- of the town. So I had to be a bit further back which cost me a little bit later in terms of getting lines of sight. Um, whereas the other group of infantry down the valley were clustered around the buildings and gardens, had a bit of cover. Um, once again, the Tigers came on, um, engaged in some long-range shots at the Churchills without really doing much, but kept shooting and scooting a closer distance up. Nice. Eventually, I got in, he eventually got in range, a decent range of his um, Churchills. He fires back with a six-pounder, Bales one, the other one runs away. It's okay because I got lucky. Um, <laughs> and then, but unfortunately, lucky on the you know, fearless two plus, I rolled another one. Oh, it's like re rolling and going for it. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> so the, the Tigers ran away for having one bailed to a six pounder shot. Jeez. Um, and after that, kind of, the Panzer Fours were still there and they were, um, I was chipping away at him, but I was really momentum on my defense really lost at that point. And two of infantry just sort of uh, took big chunks out of them. You know, the Shermans were down to a single Sherman, which kept passing its last stand. Um, he managed to push the objective. Maybe, like, uh, we had a good discussion about doing the smoke screen, then you know, hit assault yeah. into the smoke screen, that kind of thing. Which we did use <laughs> the smoke screen to isolate my rear area, so for defensive fire, that kind of thing. <laughs> you isolated your rear area with smoke? Yes, yes. I thought worse yeah. I isolated your rear area. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was game over at that point. So, um, Eddie, what was your last game? My last game was very short and to the point versus mm. Mike Everest's crazy running forward British guys in Surrounded. I had my platoon. Italians, that... I think, are fine. Were they Italians? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty um, British list, but they're oh. Italians. Traitor Italians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. 
So they obviously knew all the, the secrets uh, of the land, having obviously occupied these positions not six months earlier, mm-hmm. um, and just completely assaulted my fortune Jaeger, ignoring all the Panzer Fausts. Uh, I broke off from like three assaults on a three plus. Panzerfaust not being able to hit on a three plus in combat, meaning that I at one point I'd bailed uh three Cromwells, sorry, Churchills, and then broke off the assault. Oh god, really? Yeah. He infantry killed and Cromwell killed my sorry, Churchill killed my command HQ, who then didn't fail the three up to jump into the platoon, which meant I lost their Panzerfaust and defensive fire, and everything else just got killed and eaten and died, and he got the company break. So my Panthers Gee. didn't even turn up. <laughs> Seriously? Nothing. Turn three. Came over. He's got the objective. Could have put my pack... I mean, this is the thing. It's... it's The Fortune Mega Company is just there as an easy 100 points using my early war models mainly. It's just there. It's not... I've not thought it three or whatever. And as much as the guys at the barn, you know, despise competitive play, they're actually pretty good. And they'll put the pressure on when they need to. Mm-hmm. And you just end up being a couple of bad dice rolls and that's it. You're off. Which is Flames of War. So yeah, fun game. Fun day. Um, good company. Yeah, we had our little to- limoncello toast at the start. Yes. <laughs> and Eddie bought Spitfire for everyone. So we had a little run Oh, it's all right. coming over. I had to be hospitable. Yes. And we had um, some really nice sausage rolls for lunch. And then yes. Mike made a really awesome spaghetti bolognese for um, main meal. So that's good. Yeah. Beautiful day playing games with lovely people in a lovely environment. It's great. Yeah. So thanks for hosting. Not too hot, then. It wasn't too... It was hot, but wasn't too hot. No. I I, I left the house. It looked quite dark. So I bought my jacket and was wearing my um, sort of like... I nearly grabbed a hoodie and looked at the weather forecast and went, nope, nope, definitely not. (laughs) No. So I I ended up rolling my trousers up to try and get some uh, some ventilation. But yes. I thought you just liked me. (laughs) Showed a bit of ankle. Yep. Yep. Show some skin. Um, yeah, lots of games, different things, different things. I'm super excited to get some, just anything in the world. To be honest, I'm just super excited to get this house moved done, and then I'll be excited about anything else gaming wise. It remains to be seen if this is the last you hear of the Fez uh, after I've put all of my hobby into one place, and people can now see the true extent of the madness. Oh, indeed. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. No, I'm very excited. What's the worst thing that's happened, right? I'm very excited for my hobby desk. I mean, my work desk that will be half for work, half for hobby. It's not going to be work. 80%, you, you a, 80% for hobby, 20% for work. Based on experience, you end up with a, a, a small square that's the size of a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Various detritus going around. <laughs> nice. Uh, right. That's a very long section of news from the front. Please. What's next? So, yeah. um, we're going to do uh, loose lips and look at some <gasps> of the stuff that's been leaked, announced, slashed, various things going on. World of Tanks models being the gateway yeah. to the future. Yes, because obviously if they make a model, it's, they want to get the most use out of it, so it's going to appear somewhere. Um, so this is Waves. Mm-hmm. He says, just try and bring it back on the screen. 
Um, blah, blah, blah. It's I've got it in front of me here. Do you want me to go through it? So yeah, we've go got for it. a picture from um, I don't know from a magazine somewhere on the potato cam of the releases for World of Tanks. The from uh, an unspecified document. From an unspecified <laughs> document, which could all be fake. This is deep fake. Yeah. This is, this is, <laughs> it's AI generated just to wind mm-hmm. us up. So this is saying yeah. in November of 2023 for World of Tanks, the following iconic tanks will be released. Bearing in mind that these are all plastic kits that for World of Tanks were sold pre-built. But it means that they've done the plastic flames of war kits are done. So uh, for November, for the, Ger- the Germans, you have the E100, um, which is a chunky boy. For the US, you have their version of the Turtus, the T95. Is that the Doom Turtle? Is that what that one's called? Doom Turtle. To me, it was. <laughs> it, it looks like the. Um, the tank, the pan, the cat tank out of um, Thundercats. Thundercats. Mm-hmm. It's got the tracks that go forward either side, like the claws. Uh, for the Brits, you have the original Doom Turtle, the Tortoise. I love the Tortoise. Tortoise. Thirty-two pounder. So gloriously awful. Thirty-two pounder main gun. Yep. See that objective. I mean, it's almost a shame it wasn't thirty-four. Because then it'd be two 17 pounders strapped together. <laughs> uh, and then a T62A for the Soviets. Which is classed as a medium tank. Sorry. Which is classed as a medium tank in this lineup. Well, I mean, you can see why. Um, and then apparently in February, uh, wait, there's more. The Rheinmetall Scorpion um, for the Germans. Which, as far as I can tell, only ever exists as a wooden mock-up, but basically it's a um, panther, a panther chassis, right, with a hundred twenty. One twenty-eight. I was just looking. I, I literally had it a bookmark a second. I can't. The bookmark's for now. In a small, in a small term, whatever going is a small turret, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Basically, it's like a small tank destroyer style turret. Um, oh, is it open backed? Interesting. Has it open backed? I don't know. Like I say, unfortunately, there's not much detail on it. Literally, all there is is just a... Um, no, you thing. don't say. These paper um, pads. Yeah, so, sorry. It had a 12.8 centimetre K43. Yeah. That's the same as the, the long-barreled um, 88 for the flat ones. Yeah. It's just a gun version of that. And then for the US, you have the M103 heavy tank. It looks like some kind of, like... June fever dream tank. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's the same gun as used in Conqueror, a hundred twenty millimeter. It's using the same sort of role as a supporting Jesus the M forty eights. Then for the British, we get the Charioteer, a tank destroyer. I'm not going to say which tank it's destroying because it's basically <laughs> put a twenty pounder onto a Cromwell chassis, and so it's got to give, we'll and it's the arm of the turret. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what it is. It's waffer thin. Waffer thin. And then the Soviets get get an IS seven. Which is not waffer thin in any way, shape, That's or form. A chunky boy. It is a chunky boy. Yes, yeah, so between IS three like and T ten. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but this thing can survive nuclear holocausts. <laughs> it does look like a tow tank. Oh, if they're greater good. I've got three toes and I'm a frog. Space frog. Oh. Yeah. One shot every two weeks, but it doesn't matter because you can survive all the defense return fire. Okay, where's all the E series stuff? 
They've only got nearly a hundred. Is that it? I imagine. So. I imagine we'll see it. At, you know, they'll bring it out. We'll eventually get to like E25s, yeah. like Super Hetzer. Oh, oh, Super Hetzer. I love my Super Hetzer. Um, and then I can't see the date for Wave. I think it's November. I think 15. it's November. It seems to be February, November is when they bring it out. Oh, okay. So November. It's a Yag, Yag Panzer something. Yeah, I think this is the Jagdpanzer based on the E100 chassis, so it's got some ridiculous. Oh, uh, I see. Done. Yes, huge. I huge. think. Like I say, you can't really see enough of tail, but it looks kind of E100-ish from the front. The E100 tank destroyer. Oh, um, yeah. Then what got Lee very knickers all in a twist, the M48A5 pattern in plastic. Plastic pattern at last. Plastic so, pattern. So, yep, yeah, this is the, one of, the M48A5 is the 105mm version, so this is what you wanted for doing um, West German Reservists and National Guard in Team Yankee, basically. So good. Also, it's a long time coming. If it does that, it probably does a 9mm version for doing um, NAM and um, Favourite Nation it, as well. It, yes, yes, please. Yes, please. It, it's got to. 10, it's like, got to 10 please. 10, please. Yeah. Plastic M48 has been on my wish list for a very long time. So I'm hoping, right. I'm hoping that kit oh. is as versatile as the Centurion kit is. I have got a lot of resin and metal Israeli M48 tanks. Get them on eBay now. Uh, oh. Then we have for the Brits the Conqueror heavy tank. Glorious. Yeah. Again, compliments compliments to Centurion until they basically put one or five in Centurion and made it completely um, invalid. Oh, okay. And then the T10 heavy tank for the Soviets. Yeah. Basically, Which... it's the, the last of the heavy tanks um, before they basically realised, why are we doing this when the T62 can out shoot it anyway? Yeah, we can kill this yeah. heavy tank with our other tank. <laughs> we have many tanks now. Can we just standardise on one or, or two? Yeah. I do like that T95. It just looks awesome. Yeah, They're what, bonkers, aren't they? So the funny thing about the T95 is, you see how those, those wide tracks it's got? They're in mm. two parts. The outer bit can come off and be towed behind it for when it needs to go for a narrower, um, like train on the train track, I think. <laughs> and then they re- have to scream "Go, go, gadget tracks" yeah. at that point, or something. Yeah, yeah okay. Oh, you put them on for like cross country and stuff. But and it's designed we, just, for um, dealing with um, fortifications in the invasion of mainland Japan, which, which obviously, thankfully, never happened because they got two bucks of sunshine to say stop it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's a really, literal piece of the sun. And I mean, the tortoise is the same thing. It's less a tank destroyer. It's more what they thought they needed for dealing with fortifications like the Siegfried Line. So it's you no know, hefty top armor, stop artillery bombardments. You roll up to the fortification and shoot point blank with a thirty-two pounder. And also, smart. Yeah, yeah, but also makes it very good at destroying tanks as well because it's a high-velocity um, anti-aircraft gun repurposed as a tank gun. See, I've seen I've seen the one at Bovington, and it just it's not really. How can it be a tank destroyer? It's like saying a Yag Tiger is a tank destroyer. Yeah, it destroys tanks, but what being able to hide from anything in it, it's like a small house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. It's, it really isn't a tank destroyer. It's more, it is very much an assault gun. It's very designed for a very good purpose, like say destroying bunkers, bunker buster. Mm-hmm. Like a booster, uh, and then someone has snuck out the new releases sheet for Team Yankee. Yeah, yeah, this so is a bit. Before of a we step on, one thing I point out: um, a lot of these releases, certainly the wait, the the February and November releases, that's all stuff that will be applicable to Checkpoint Charlie. 
And that's what makes me think that Checkpoint Charlie is either going to appear late 24 or early 25. Because once you get all that stuff out, that's a big chunk of what you need for the Brits and Americans. That's kind of exciting. So we'll see. I'm hopeful. I mean, this might really leave, just like, get, you know, take a deep breath of the hopium. But, um, <laughs> the hopium. I think I'll huff on the hopium pipe. Yeah. But, you know, you need Centurions, check. You need um, Persians, check. Um, conquerors, check. Patterns, check. M103s, check. Charioteers, you don't really need them, but they're there. You got T65 already. Yep, T62 as well. T64 and Chieftain, you know, just squeezing at the very end of that period as the super tanks, as it were. And the T10, the Russian side as well. The IS-7 was a prototype. It got cancelled in favour of the T10, but it had 130mm on it, so, yeah. Boom, oh my God. Mm. Mm. I imagine the other bits will appear in late war Leviathans, which we know, again, the Centurion builds a Mark mm. I version for a reason. Mm. And the mouse tank coming as well. So, yeah, these are not just going to be World, World, of Warcraft, World of Warcraft, World of Tanks, sorry. World of Warcraft. I keep saying World of Warcraft. Yeah, they might as well be World of Warcraft. I know. But they do serve a more important purpose, which, let's say, is filling out their um, roster for... Historical um, what if. Yeah. Very cool. nice. And also, we've already seen the mouse. <laughs> we have, yes, and he can stay, stay there. <laughs> Uh, it's got, I mean, it'll be cool. I mean, I'll probably get a mouse, but that's probably what they're relying on everyone buying a mouse just because it's a cool model and we're not yeah. actually playing it. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Back to where we were. Sorry. And then yeah. Team Yankee NATO force release schedule yeah. gives a peek at some of the codes and descriptors. So we have mid September this year, which is not too far away, is the main a release. A lot the, quicker than I thought. That's for sure. Is the book, some decals, some M. 113 NATO transports, so I guess they're finally putting them into one box as opposed to having all the different nations have their own one. Just fill it for all the resin bits for doing the various mortars and tow things and everything, yeah. Very nice. Uh, they're doing individual unit cards, so you've got Dutch, Anzac, Belgian unit card packs. Um, Presumably that's... It can't be all the packs. Must be. Just, do you think it's... Do you think? No, because the French pack is in October and the Canadian pack is in September. Yeah. yeah, yeah are, they, are they everything, though, that's been pre-released yeah, before? It will as be. Well as It'll be every, every are, Dutch yeah. unit. I don't want I don't want all my old cards. I've got them. Which is fine. Want new one. But I do want Where the Canadian the one. one? Because, yeah, how do I get the new ones? Well, it, have, it will have... Answer the question, Lily. Well, because... Because... <laughs> Some of these things are like upgrade boxes that you don't necessarily, you know. I get it. Yes, it's a bit of a waste of money and a bit of waste of material, whatever. But it means that you can now buy the Dutch unit cards and then go buy the Vietnam Black Horse box and get a shed ton of M113s for a lot less than buying a box of NATO ones and have the right cards for them. Yeah, but I, I <laughs> selfishly, yeah. have all of the Dutch cards that I need. Right. But I need the new ones, and the new ones won't come in the boxes anymore. What's the new Dutch units? Just the mortars. Well, and also the um, the Dutch crewed German tanks and things. Oh. So how do I get them? Magic. Yeah. 
I'm going to make my what you own. do is you take your German card and, script and get a Sharpie and just... That's what I... That's, no, you get... Use the uh, the whiteout Tipex line. That's what I did on my um, Munich cards for the ETC. <laughs> it looked really no. dodgy, but it was actually a lot safer because I had all the, all the stat change cards on the main ones. So it meant that I literally couldn't see the original stat. I'm going to commission my own cards. I've got a graphic designer. I think I you should. I think, yeah, you should. Oh, hold on, redacted, and put, redacted. Put blackjack and uh, hookers on them. As yeah, well. mm-hmm. I will. Uh, well, especially the Dutch ones. So interestingly, 120 millimeter mortar platoon times four. Yeah. So this is because when you get down to it, most NATO guys are basically wearing the same sort of cut uniform, the same M1 steel helmet, and carrying a G3 rifle. <laughs> so With this. Oh, so throw it down. Is generic infantry platoon, and I imagine that have all the bits for doing the Canadians, Dutch. Germans. No, <sighs> no, you're wrong. Look at the codes. The 112 mil mortars are T for Team Yankee, DU for Dutch. Yep. The Belgian one is TBE 702, so it's a Belgian infantry platoon. Also, oh, FM fouls. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting though. <laughs> I don't really. This could go one of two ways. TNASO. Zero one is the FN Mag machine guns times ten direct only card. Yeah, what, I'm curious what, about that. Why what you need ten, 10 machine FN guns? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? An addition? Because look at the Canadians. Canadians are late September. Mm-hmm. Um, Canadian unit cards. I'll be getting some of those. Um, Cougar, Cougar, too close. Cougar, Cougar armored troop. I yep. think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, the Cougar is the version of the LAV. So basically, so the Cougar is the vehicle before the LAV. It's based on the the, um, the, the Swiss Piranha six-wheeled um, right. wheeled APC. And the Cougar, if I remember right, is the one that has the turret derived from the Scorpion. But it does have eight wheels. It has six wheels. Has six wheels. So I imagine, Grizzly... I imagine it'll suffer a little bit in terms of cross because it's got quite a lot of weight on the six wheel chassis. And then the Grizzly well. is the same thing, but so the Grizzly transport? is the same six wheel. It's the same Piranha free chassis, six wheel chassis, and it has a turret with a fifty cal and a thirty cal, bit like them, like their um, T fifty turret you get with their um, nice. Aussies. But I think it's a bit, a bit bigger. Yeah. But again, I imagine it will suffer a little bit in cross. Then we've got a new mechanized yeah. platoon. A new airborne weapons group, mm-hmm. which Canadian so, yeah. airborne. That's going to be I, interesting. Yeah. So, given what we've seen recently with the um, Nordic forces from mortars in light infantry, I suspect the airborne weapons guys could get some mortars. Interesting. Probably get and some sustained fire machine guns. Maybe some manpad teams. I'm not sure what manpads the Canadians had. I never had Eric's missiles. I'm guessing that mechanized platoons go for Eric's missiles because that would be the, they put them in for their um, Norwegians. I put them yeah. in for the Canadians. Well, there's a second. There's a separate code for the Eric's teams. So oh, I reckon yeah. that would yep. be to upgrade your normal platoons. <laughs> yeah. So they're probably included in the new stuff, and then you buy the direct only Eric's teams mm-hmm. to put those missiles in with your normal. The platoons you've already got, and then you've got the Il- Iltis, Itlis, Iltis, yes, Iltis. Like, um, a, a jeep basically. It's a Merc, um, Merc jeep, German. isn't it? Yeah, it's a Volkswagen, Volkswagen Iltis. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. Yeah, so I mean, we see, with, we see the Mercedes um, G-type um, jeep teams will probably be similar to that. Mm. So, no, there's maybe drive-bys then as well. Hopefully, 
five. Yeah, with a with a Mac ten. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine it'll be a, t- a tow missile version. I'm pretty sure they have tow missiles on the back of them for fast. Yeah, it looks so cool with that, just like at the sunroof. <laughs> out the sunroof. And then mid October is the French. So yeah. unit cards, Leclerc's Tank Company, which is an army box, if I'm not mistaken, because there is also a Leclerc Tank Platoon. Mm-hmm. Um, Vab T20s. So that Leclerc Tank Company was leaked as well. Another leaked picture of it. Oh, was it? it was free. Yeah, because um, it had a picture of three of their um, 155mm howitzers. Right. Three AMX-30s and... Two, I'm going to say two gazelles. I think I worked out that was 20 points. I mean, it has three Leclercs, which begs the question how expensive Leclercs were. If that's going to be 100 <laughs> point box. Oh um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Clerk is like their version of the Leopard 2, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, Leclerc is very much a mid to late 90s tank. It's more equivalent right. to the late pattern Leopards, yeah, late, M1, A1, Abrams, Challenger 2s. Yeah. Is still in service? Do they still use it? They're still in service now, yeah. I mean, like I said, it came in oh, service right. in the like, late 90s. It's got a one, French one, uh, 120 smoothbore, but I think it's compatible with NATO rounds. Um, interestingly, autoloader, the French um, went with autoloader. Yeah, AMX the heritage there. Yep. Um, Why would they go smoothbore? Composite armor. Right, so you go, you go smoothbore because you get more velocity. It works oh. better with heat rounds, fin stabilized heat rounds, than it does with spin stabilized. Spin stabilized is great for Hesh, but right. the spin destabilizes the jet with heat with a heat round. Sure. So you generally have to like counter the spin, have a fin stabilized anyway. So you just want to lob it at them. Yeah, and with computer sights and that, the whole thing of you know not having and um, and the big thing was moving to fin stabilized rounds. Okay. And if you have a fin stabilized round, you don't want to spin the round. Because, yeah, you don't need the spin. Why exactly. Would you want it? And at that point, you go with smoothbore because, you, let's say, you're not losing speed to spin the round. It's all going to go make it go forward a lot quicker. But it's not good for your you pleasure. Less, yeah, barrel wears less consideration, that kind of thing. Uh, also, well, the Soviet ones were because they also used them for gunfired missiles, right? Correct. Yeah, that's another big thing. So, start doing gunfired missiles easier out of a smoothbore barrel. Mm. Interesting. Every day is a school day. Uh, so VAB T20s, some infantry platoons, VBL platoons, some more 120mm, more mortar platoon, 12 figures. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So VBL patrol is interesting because that's basically very much like the Iltis and the um, Jeep. You know, it's a Jeep, basically. It's a oh, okay. really space-age-looking Jeep. It's like got sloped armor and all kinds of things. Could it take an entire crate of eggs across a plowed field without breaking any? Is it? I imagine so. Whilst also and pop- a hay bale. Whilst also popping <laughs> a Milan missile off just for shits and giggles, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, a 2CV. Oh, that would be hilarious. That needs to be an objective. A 2CV with a tow missile. Yeah. Get on it, Darren. <laughs> yeah, get on. Yes, please. Uh, a Mistral group. Yeah, so Mistral is basically a man pad um, um, substrate missile. And then uh, some more Eric's teams. Two figures direct only. Apparently Eric, Eric get Eric's with everything in this book. Eric's yeah. gets everywhere. Eric's is just like a toe two, right? No, Eric's was at um, the short range wild guy missile. Basically, you replace your Carl Gust- in the in the um, Nordic book. For right. Norwegians can replace a Carl Gustafs with Eric's. Oh. That's eight tank twenty four. 
naming my range. Um, nice. But, but it had no assaults. It fights as just hand grenades and assaults. Yeah. It can't fire its missile in the, each step. Okay. Hmm. It can fire defensive fire, the first defensive that's, fire. That's what you need, isn't it? Because the Milans yeah. can't, so you just run them over. But I got worried with those things because they got no moving rate of fire. So if you get pinned, you lose all your defensive anti-tank missile. Oh, really? Basically. Yeah, that's that was always a trick with them. The Carl Gustav, yes, it's eight tank seventeen, but he, you know it's slow firing. He's still got a shot. You know, yeah, he's got a great shot. Mm. Oh no! So yeah, so it's interesting. So if it's been September, then I'm hoping we'll get the PDF and we'll be covering this in early to mid September, hopefully before I disappear off to London. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. So yeah, maybe next episode. That's that's quite a lot of stuff as well, isn't it? It's more than I thought we were going to get from. Yeah, I mean, we there has been a leak way back in the early start of the year. It said the Belgians are coming, basically, so we kind of expected them to go in. Um, hmm. and they've refleshed out each of the existing nations by sound, so it added in like the nineties kit, added a few more formations. I mean, with all the airborne rules and Red Dawn, it's good to see that they, you know get taken out with the Canadians, putting them in. Although that section late September does read like a, a page off grinder or something. You got Cougar Grizzly. It's not it's not well thought through. That sounds like a good night um, to revenge. Yeah. Monty's meat grinder that is, isn't yeah. it? Three cougars, a couple of grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Eric's doing, but he's everywhere as well. Eric's everywhere. Eric Eric's everywhere. Ah. Yeah. That is quite interesting. So the Leclerc, Leclerc's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? Because with there's speculation about you know what what sort of points range it's going to be in and whether it's going to be up there with the the big boys, I think it's going to have to be, isn't it? For its stats, it's got to be Leopard Two A Five M One A One heavy armor sort of level of points. Um, but in a way, the French need it. The French suffer from having lots of cheap units, which makes reserves a nightmare. And yeah. let's face it, the MX Thirty is not a great tank. It's like a slow leopard, which is like the worst possible thing to be. <laughs> slow leopard, a sloth. Yeah. So, um, so I think I think the Amex Thirty might give the French. I mean, the French had a following based, but based around the Fab and their um, yeah, the Amex NRC combo. Hmm. Really going for the record. Yeah, oh my God. But it's so expensive because it's all red resin and metal, wasn't it? Yeah, and I don't think it's it changing apart from the Leclerc being plastic. I mean, mm. that B- VBL patrol, if that's going to be like a Humvee style list, for the but with resin vehicles, then great, you can do that, but you have to either print or buy it, so it's going to be a lot of money. Or well, we'll sell a kidney. Or we'll sell a kidney, yeah. Yeah, well, you need kidney. two, right? Eddie, you've already sold your kidney. Yes. Um, and you sold it. You, you need currently <laughs> to value any other one. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I think that's quite that is quite interesting. Just the the diversity there. I think it's more than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Just going to keep saying interesting now. Interesting. In a, kind of pensive way whilst touching my chin with my glasses. <laughs> interesting. Okay, are we on to events? Uh huh. There aren't any. Claims was there. Was there. Oh, yeah, definitely this. not. Twenty third, twenty fourth. Of September is the Flames of War UK Nationals at uh, Battlefield Hobbies. It is mid-war. 
I will be there. I'm very excited. I may or may not have 19 L6s with me. It's a very cool army. It's a lot of fun to play. It's not. It's, it's not fun not to play cool. against. It's not cool. It's, it's a competitive environment. It's not big and it's not clever. But it does win yeah. games, so we'll see if I can win I enough. <laughs> just saying that doesn't make it better, Eddie. <laughs> that's it's like kicking some of the nuts going, oh, sorry. Yeah, but if you're in the nut-kicking championship, that's what you're there for. Don't, Dana White's already looking into that. I'm it's, sure really, it's really interesting, actually, because a lot of the conversations that we've had and the different play styles and the different things in different tournaments have come across in my local gaming club with the way that they play Necromunda. So you've got half the players who are going very much, oh, I'm there for the story. I'm there for, you know, the the stories and glories is what I call it. Where you want the big, the big moments where you pull off the incredible feat or the story of this one guy who defeats the odds and comes through. Um, and then you've got the other guys who are very much, you know, there to play the, play the game, win the games, and find the optimum, you know, the optimum pairing of what, you know, solve the puzzle. This is the way I describe it. You know, solve that Rubik's Cube to get the best things they can to then win the, as most games as they can. And they're both valid approaches to gaming. There's nothing wrong with that. I think the reason the reason that we have an issue is because obviously we're in the historical framework at the moment. Hold on, are you just lumping yourself in with us now? No. I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Wall, wall, sweet child. I ran a, I ran a fortune maker company this weekend. Thank you very much. What's wrong with that? It's nothing. I lost three well, games. Why, why you, <laughs> and what, well, you're trying to trying to make out that I'm a hyper competitive gamer now. No, I'm not. I just said, are you lumping us, yourself in with us now? Yes, I am. It's a legitimate question. <laughs> it's a question, Eddie. <laughs> I'm one of you. See, we're not going to make 100, that's it, 100 episodes, we're going to make it. 98 collapse. Yeah. You Yoko Ono, you <laughs> bitch. Yeah, there's a much bigger conversation there about, you know, why people play games and what they expect to get out of them, which is quite interesting. Um, is it? Well, I think it is, but that's for another day. Uh, events. Uh, <laughs> Mid-war. Planes of War Nationals. 23rd, 20, I think there's seven tickets left now. Um, so if you're going, that'd be amazing. It'd be great to see you there. Uh, right, try to do this chronologically. Steel versus Steel, Team Yankee, 115 points on Saturday, the 14th of October at Tabletop Republic in High Wycombe. It's a three round tournament. 115 points of Team Yankee. That's quite a lot of toys. That's a lot. It could be 115 T60s. <laughs> that's that's kind of the problem. It's like 120 points. It's like, just that's, not, that's how I get beat. Four challenges or <laughs> 120 T55s. <laughs> yeah. Play, I think it's just play it on four foot boards. And if you can't deploy it, you can't play with it. Um, you have a Autumn Wars Team Yankee 80 point tournament. On the 30th of September, I'm trying to get this to load. No, oh God, it's all gone wrong. This is Lexi's one, In isn't it? Bannockburn, Illinois. Is that right? HMGS oh, Midwest. That's a, good, that's a fantastic name for a place. Bannockburn, Illinois. I think it's a Flames of Water and a Team Yankee tournament on the same oh, day. Oh, there's or... two. Oh, yeah, I clicked on the wrong link. Uh, at the same place. No? Mm-hmm. 
One's on the 30th. One's on Saturday the 30th, which is the Team Yankee, and the other one is on October the 1st, which is the Flames of Warlay War. I completely blanked on this channel. There you go. I've tried. I try my best. God, this is confusing. Uh, right, back to the other sheet. Uh, the 11th and 12th of November is Warfare Reading. <gasps> Sad violin noise. Late war, 111 points. No clocks. No red versus blue list option, which makes me sad. But what makes you really sad is Lee. I am flying out to Dubai, unfortunately. Uh, I did twig about the tip that um, all the setup and that for Dubai Air Show would be the same week, would be that weekend. Was it until I was on the first call doing the planning, planning, but I realised why the date kept ringing the bell. So I am a bit gutted because I was looking forward, especially with some of the Canadian contingent coming over. So it's a bit of a shame. But you two are there. I'll be there. Well, Eddie's there. I need to buy tickets now. Oh, come on, Duncan. You can't let the the side down. You can't let the side down, too. That'd be a. Look, if if I'm the only one there to represent Shoot and Scoot, everyone will think that we're all competitive idiots by the end of it. Well, this is the thing. I'm just wondering now if this is an advantage. Well, yeah, but come in and represent represent the the, the fluffy hobby side of the game. Yeah, with some really neatly written background story and then uh, just a really sucky list. Is it going to be awkwardly close to SS Heroes? quote-unquote. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Is it the Mark Fenton list? <laughs> It'd just be awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... I, I don't actually know what it's going to be. I don't know either. That's the oh, fun oh. thing. I, I need to find out what the list deadline is because it's getting close. Well, let's have a look now. Flames of War. Flames don't want to bolt action tickets. Flames of War. Of, flames of Flames of so it's 170 points. 171 points. 171 points, you're right. Uh, is it in the... Uh, oh my God, it'll be in the rules pack somewhere. Do you want me to tell you my list? Or should I keep it a secret? Uh, you can, it depends. Are you being ultra competitive or not? I think it's, it's funny enough that if people came to play against me, they'd lose against everyone else. <laughs> um, I don't think that's necessarily true. Everyone needs some high AT somewhere. Oh, you said too much. I've got to redact that. Are you? Yep. Secret. Keep a secret. I'll, I'll reveal it closer mm. to the dome. Oh my god, he's getting, t- he's getting twitchy now. I'm getting twitchy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm allowed to say. It's all secret. What do you mean? You're allowed to say whatever you like. I don't want to say what I like. I don't want to like what I say. Are you? Oh wait. Is there a gas leak in your house? <laughs> That's why I'm moving. The 2nd yeah, okay, and yeah. 3rd of December, a world in flames too. Flames of War Late War at Tabletop Republic in High Wycombe. 171 points Late War again. Oh, wicked. So after I've won Warfare, I can go do that and win that game. <laughs> um, and then on the same weekend is the Iberian Tournament, which is Flames of War Late War version 4 in Madrid. Uh, the Icelandic the Icelandic Nationals are in Reykjavik on the 17th of Feb um, but I think they've sold out oh so we need to double check that but I think they've sold out of tickets because <laughs> Mark was moaning about not having got one uh, <laughs> I think he was too slow so we'll double check that but I think our plans of going to Iceland, invading Iceland unless we can bring an extra table and convince them to open up space for us we'll, we'll go to Ludi's one in, in Finland it's fine 
Yeah. Buy some right now because we're going to Finland. It's fine. Yeah, go to yeah. Finland. The, be- the better land. Yeah. Um, the, the proper Nords. Yeah. And then the 8th and yeah. 9th of June 2024 is the Barnbash 80th Day Patron event. 80th. If we survive that long. If we survive that <laughs> yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> God knows. Now, now, now the friction is starting to build up. It's, uh... <laughs> That's what yes, makes it yeah. pleasurable. Uh, shoot and scoot time, boys. Mm-hmm. I am going to say we should be a three plus Forshmega, which means we'll fail. <laughs> Let's try it. Three plus Forshmega. We did fail with one. <laughs> it brings me great pleasure to imagine Darren adding that to his stat line, going, these guys are just... Probability means nothing to them. Mm-hmm. Stats, nah, no stats. <laughs> no. Well, we're going, we don't need stats. Uh... <laughs> The Armored Train Rig of a podcast you've been listening to is Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of World podcast, the team of Breakthrough Assault to Code UK, was brought to you by support for Battle Hobbies, Dice of War, Frontline Terrain, and the inability to roll three plus. Which apparently this um, carried on into the show. I wrote this, uh, I wrote this ex, this ex, exit, ex, extra? I wrote this... Um, outro. Outro, that's the one. Uh, before we started recording. So that's quite... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my God. Whatever. Whatever. <coughs> oh, classic. <laughs> it's like one of those, like, I feel like uh, 1970s Elvis. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, give me a goddamn cheeseburger. <laughs> are, you, are you in a peanut butter and bacon sandwich? Or is it peanut butter, banana, and bacon? No, oh, it's a nice snack. Okay? Oh, oh, oh. The free bees. Yeah, artery clogger if I ever had one. Remember, Dad, if you rub against a piece of paper and it goes clear, it's your window to success. It's window to weight gain, yeah.